Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show where we are all friends and friends love each other. I'm your host, Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today? Hey, uh, how, how would you feel if uh, Taylor Swift was on this podcast? <laughs> I think that would be massive numbers. Now, is she just yeah. on the show or is she like dating one of us like, like, a, I, like a Travis? I, I don't know. I just I just felt the need to ask since we had to ask you sure I the same thing about <laughs> facing her last night. So I just felt like it was a pretty normal thing to ask about to people. That is a very necessary question to ask, but I'm doing great. Um, Beyond that question, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted to start off with something topical. I felt pretty topical. I mean, yeah. If I was, that's like a, that's not even a question you ask like EO Sky. Like, if anything, sure, I could see an argument to asking that to like Triple H. You know, like, and of course his Triple answer H, would be what like, "What would you think if you face Taylor Swift?" <laughs> You are retired, but when you <laughs> come out of retirement, you're retired, you and if you took one bump, your heart will explode, probably. Uh, I mean, I, he would certainly love to have Taylor Swift in the ring to do a match, sure, but Eosky's response, are you nuts? He'd also love to be loved by Vince, but here we are. He'd also be loved to be loved by allegedly r- rumored <laughs> rumored his wife or not but you know that's just rumors that's just rumors uh that, that's the start of our show uh <laughs> yeah he, he can have his global localization all he wants yeah uh it's well it's 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 starting i think it's i think it's, I don't know sure if it's it is. Starting. you know it really it really went well last time yeah that's true. You know, it's global localization, you know, so there's like Japan and there's Europe and then they've always wanted to go into like the uh, like Latin American market. I don't know why Latin America just not just like Noah and triple now. Yeah, I, I, my my theory on how global localization will be is WWE will attempt to buy Noah and triple and then we'll go from there. And they'll fail. Because no one wants to see either of those two promotions as is. You're telling me? Oh, we already went into this. Well, let's let's talk about the AAA side. You're telling me WWE superstar Psycho Clown will <laughs> will not be Psycho over? Clown. Um, no, probably not. Who who from AAA would honestly do great in the WWE environment? No one. <laughs> Legitimately, I'll say Sam Adonis. I think he actually could would do. Do fairly well. He would do nothing. He's a jabron. 
I don't even know who is on the quote-unquote... They got Dragon Lee. They already got the one guy that they need. That is true. That is true. What about... uh? You get, I mean, technically, I guess you can get Vikingo, Black Taurus, uh, Laredo Kid. I guess you can technically get those people. I'm not going to sit here and act like charismaless Vikingo is going to do anything. What about uh, 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 Willie Mac? Do you think they'll finally bring in Willie Mac? No. No. See, this is... No. 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 no, no, this is all failure. What about what about Daga? Do you think they'll finally get Daga after all these years? What about uh, I don't know, uh, what's another guy? What's a Blue Demon Junior? <laughs> they bring it in, Blue Demon Junior. Uh, are they bringing in Chessman? Are they bringing in uh, I saw Kenny Omega? That's not right. Uh, that's not correct. No, I don't think they're gonna be bringing in. Purple is awful. Yeah, all the people that Maybe are it's okay. All the Maybe good it's okay if we lose them. All the good people in AAA are pretty much taken already. Like in terms of like going to other promotions already. So I don't really know how how soon after AAA uh, WWE buying AAA do you think they get rid of all the mini wrestlers? Immediately. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think WWE is into mini wrestlers anymore. Um. It is what it is, I guess, folks. Uh, well, that's not really the start of the show I, I, we planned on having to talk about WWE purchasing AAA and, and Taylor Swift and wrestling. But, you know, that's Ring Post Radio. We get, we get things thrown at us all the time. And, you know, we, we bounce off the ropes and, and you know, give it give give the news a lariat. That, bounce off the ropes. Is that anything? I well, no. I do have I do have a question for you, Scotty, and that it was not anything. So so not anything. You tried. Well, I, I do have another question for you, and it was just that I, I wrote I wrote down I wrote down I'm trying to come up with more names for our fan base. You know, last week we talked about potential ne- nicknames we can give to people that listen to the show. We had the Ringers, we had the Radiohead, we had the Posties. Um, what about well, I, I had I wrote down the Ring Boys. What about the Ring Boys? Is that is that something? No, because what if there happens to be a woman listening or true. a non-binary listening? That, that is or, true. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to. You know, we want everyone to listen. This is a. Um, oh, I had the word on my t- the tip of my tongue and I lost it. This is a uh, everyone. Is allowed to listen and enjoy and be part of the be part of the Ring Post Radio family because, like you said, this is a show where friends love each other or something at the top. Of the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And I will take your soul. <laughs> so come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Ring Boys two two gendered two gendered. I'll write that as a note. All right, two Ring gendered. Yeah, we'll think, just call them the uh, the ringers. The ringers, the ringers. That's I, that. That seems to be the lead right now. I, I like Radiohead, yeah. but again, yeah, I, I don't think care. That's I don't care issues. about the ringer. They can't take it. They can't own the word. So what if we just? What if we just called our fans the post wrestling heads? Is that is that uh, fine? That that I don't think we can call them that. <laughs> I think that's definitely. Uh, let's just call them something egregious. Let's call them the uh, the Swifties. <laughs> now we're no one's using that. No, not at all. No one's using that at all. Well, we'll figure it. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll come up with an answer at some point. We'll, we'll, we'll call them the evilers, evilers. I don't. I think that's too much on the tongue. The torturers. That, uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. 
the the anyways let's get to our regular yeah we'll, we'll come up with we'll, we'll continue to come up with a name speaking of torturers let's talk about wwe fast lane 2023 <laughs> well oh yeah we got a lot of stuff to talk about we got fast lane we got new japan has two shows coming up this week uh there's a big time tuesday clash happening of course this tuesday uh then we got other news as well uh to con- the continued punk watch do you want to start off with fast lane or do you want to get into some news let's just let's just rip off the band-aid on fast lane i think I think you're right. Let's just let's just let's rip, ride in the fast lane. Let's just rip off the bandaid of fast lane. This was a show, uh, of course, taking place in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I'll say this: I've never, you know, I I think I think WWE is doing a good job to really emphasize between their A shows and their B shows, uh, as of late. And I think for me. I would say that this was a prime example of a B show, if I've ever seen one. Um, this this was a, you know what this was? This was a house show that aired. <laughs> I mean, other than the the tag title change, I could probably agree with that. Oh, one hundred percent. This was like the most. Oh, it was just such a it was just such a weak attempt at putting a show together, and it worked. Yeah, you know, of course <laughs> it does, because like this is what they do. Um, it was it was a they have five matches on the show. Yeah, I I want to talk about that because you know that was a thing that Nick Khan has sort of stated that they wanted to go towards less matches on a show, and the fact that all these matches have ten plus minutes each, most of which are i don't know i don't even know what the average for this is we got 20 minutes 10 minutes 17 17 and 28 minute matches right mathematically in my head that's about i don't know 15 16 minute average so we're talking like you know longer matches of course and you know that's in theory that's a good thing but uh i think the wb style doesn't necessarily necessitate longer matches per se but uh i think it's more indicative of like this is like a five match card with a bunch of matches. This just felt like a takeover. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a yeah. this is a takeover s card right here. If I've ever seen it, I think it's okay for like their B shows, um, but I think there's a perfect medium between what AEW does with their pay per views and their amount of matches, and what WWE does, and we need to find it. Yeah, and I think it's like seven or eight <laughs> yeah know, like, i think that's the perfect number for a pay-per-view 14 like, watching 14's too much because <laughs> wwe's problem is that they do the five but they stretch it out so much so it's like i'm just sitting there waiting and waiting yep. at least yesterday like the matches were longer and the you know, whatever they were doing but it was like it, it- Oh my god, let's go. And then with the 14 matches, you get absolutely gassed by the end of the show. Like, you're just exhausted by that. Yeah, it was a... They still have to fill up a three-hour show. So whatever, you know, whatever time this took up uh, was maybe an hour plus. I don't think we're stretching it to two hours. Uh, I can do the math in a minute. But yeah, this probably had half a 90-minute... Running minutes of wrestling, probably roughly, uh, a little over ninety minutes of wrestling for a three-hour show. 
so much. It you it it takes like fifteen plus minutes in between matches. It just takes forever, and it, it just I I really don't enjoy that at all. And that's my biggest one of my biggest complaints about WWE at the moment in terms of the pay per views. I got many complaints about it, but one of my biggest complaints is just like it takes so long to get match by match. Is that it feels like, and granted, some of that is meant to like a, you know establish continuity and stuff with the video packages and make everyone up to date and all these things. And those that stuff's important, I guess, uh, for the WWE audience. But it 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 just it, fifteen minutes roughly to in between these matches, and it is yeah. like it, it. There's no flow. The matches the matches happen, and then fifteen minutes later, we get some entrances, and then that takes That's however the peacock long. baby. It just takes forever. It just it just really takes forever. And I get it. I guess also part of his commercials for Peacock. It's pretty much all because of that. Yeah, I, I don't commercials air for a little bit. Yeah, a lengthy amount. Yeah, I I don't quite because now they've accepted. They just go on and they're like, um, yeah. So uh, for our for our uh, higher. Um, um, subscribers, you get to watch how we got here. Mm-hmm. They literally say that on the broadcast. Now. I'm like, okay, well, at least at least you acknowledge that I have to sit here for the next ten minutes doing nothing. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's quite the thing. But let's get to the actual show itself. Um, the only other news coming out of uh, the pre-show, I guess you say, there was no matches there, but we did see officially our first look at Jade Cargill making her on-screen debut for WWE in the pre-show. Uh, she went out of a uh, a very nice car, walked out, talked to Triple H, uh, and then just kind of went off her business. And that was it. That's all we saw of Jade Cargill. She never showed up on the show at all. Uh, she only showed up on the pre-show for that little bit. So Jade Cargill, she's coming in, and it definitely feels like she's going to the main roster at this point. Yeah, why would, she, why would uh why else would you show up to a pay-per-view and not go to the main roster? Great point. A great point. You got me there, Scotty. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, but we have, the, of course, the proper show here. Uh, first match on the docket here was the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship with Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso sort of getting a surprising win over the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest, to become your new Undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. What did you think about this match, Scotty? Uh, um, it was an underwhelming match that ended up being the best match of the night. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, uh, I, I think I kind of liked the main event just a little bit more, even then uh, it wasn't too, uh, I, too great. I, I am so out of Shinsuke Nakamura WWE matches. I was, I fell asleep. That's fair. I literally fell asleep during that match. Yeah. I saw the nunchucks. I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> Uh, yeah we'll talk about him more in a minute but uh yeah this match i thought was this was like a very solid like tv main event opener you know what i mean Mm. like this was like yeah you know this is pretty good you you know solidly put together solidly booked solidly produced uh no qualms about how it's put together we're furthering the divide and story of the judgment day and we're taking the titles off of them. So, um, yeah, you know, that's it's fine. But that's all I got to say on it is that, like, you know, we're furthering stories. We got uh, uh, Finn Balor and 
JD McDonough sort of against Damian Priest at this point, and it's just more div- division. And then Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso get the win. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's fine, but you know, I I don't know if I ex- the show did. This this show just benefited off four four wrestlers being unbelievably hot for WWE in two matches. I can fully and agree that, with that point. Go ahead. I fully that, agree with this that point. That was Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso, who are out of this world. Like Jey Uso is so over, it's actually terrifying. Um not because I dislike Jey Uso. I think he's the better Uso as is. Um and I think he's usually pretty solid um but between these two and then john cena and la Knight, they could they just they just had to do the basics that's all they had to do and it would work and it did i watched them do a heat segment for like 90 minutes in the other tag match and th- did it matter no because the moment la Knight got tagged in they lost their freaking shit it's so simple sometimes like, like I can complain all I want because, yeah, I want great matches or whatever. It doesn't matter. If it's that simple, you do it. Yeah. And, you know, for for an opener, I can accept this. You know what I mean? Like, I'll accept a, a fine, good match, you know, for an opener. I would love a great match. But, you know. I always would love a great match. But <laughs> I would love a great match. You know, I'm a wrestling w- fan. But WWE can do whatever they want. Yeah, because it's working right now. And you know, and, and if WB is all about the storytelling, then in terms of their audience, they succeeded in that. You know, they furthered yeah. stories. Uh, obviously, the meme of jo- of Cody's story finally ending by getting the title. We Me. all thought he was going to get. Um, oh yeah. Well, here here's what I will say about this match. This match now sets up a lot of story for them. You're going to obviously have Kevin and Sammy wanting the tag titles back and not trusting Jey Uso, so you should get a great match out of those four, mm-hmm. um, which is a bright side of this. You also get Cody on SmackDown yep. without having to, like, at any time. He can go on SmackDown at any time, which he pretty much already did. However, <laughs> now he can technically, now he can successfully Now he do it. can just go there because he has a belt, as, as well as Jey Uso, which I think fits their story more. So I think that's a good aspect for them as they uh move forward in all the stories that they are telling um but yeah i have i have no uh i have no problems with this i think with, with all the tag team matches they do it's fine yeah and i think ultimately down the road i would probably if i were to throw a dart in the air probably try to land it around royal rumble you know, this will just set up also Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso, Jey Uso versus Solo Sokoa and uh, Jimmy Uso, you know, for the tag titles. You know, Roman comes back. He's like, blah, blah, blah. You gotta, you, you've you've crumbled the bloodline while I've been gone. It's like, Roman, why were you gone in the first place? Um, you were on vacation. Uh, well, yada, yada, you got to win back those tag titles from your brother, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and so, you know, it's just going to get to that. And then now you can sort of, lean towards Cody and Roman again if they want to go finally towards that pathway unless unless for whatever reason the rock is able to make WrestleMania. Oh, it happened, or it, it was happening for like a little of a second there. But after what Cena said last night, anyhow. <laughs> it's either that or uh 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 some some punk stepping in and, and saying, 
Uh, I, I, can I have the main event, please? <laughs> who are you calling a punk? <laughs> who, who punk. Are you, who are you calling a punk? I'm Dirty Dom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but uh, find, find good match. Set up more stories for WWE. You know, if I, it's a B show. I, am I expecting great matches? Maybe I shouldn't in a B show. Like maybe it's maybe it's a conversation about realigning what I think WWE B shows are. Because like, if you aren't going to give me great matches, they at least set up and continue a bunch of stories. So I guess I'll accept that. You know what the problem is? I'll tell you right now. Hit me. They don't put Gunther on these shows. That is true. Because, we did lose something. No Gunth. Because, because they know he's going to over, mm-hmm. he's going to outshine their world champion. Yeah. That's why they put, that's why they don't put him on these shows. I'm not even like slightly kidding either. No, I, I can believe that. I like, can believe that. He's that great. is 100% why they waste all of that guy's matches on TV so that Seth Rollins' main events can like, be seen as better but quite frankly unless you're putting Seth Rollins against like I don't know not Shinsuke Nakamura in the year 2023 in a WWE ring it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah there was no reason to have Gunther versus Tommaso Ciampa on Raw this week especially when there was five matches on this card. five but Scotty, I ask you, we're all we're weren't we all excited for the return of DIY? Yes, I was. Thank you for asking. Because I love DIY. Did I happen to forget that that was happening? Yes. Was I happy to see them? Yes. Will I care in uh, a month? Probably not. But for one moment, I cared. They also have like this ridiculously bad theme song for Johnny, so it's like. Oh, sick. I saw the video of him running out. I was like, huh? <laughs> who who the hell is this guy? Uh, I like how they cut cut away right before they actually do all their stuff. I think that's funny yeah, to me. Yeah, shout out to TV and stuff. Shout out to burying Johnny Gargano. Um, anyways, uh, let's move on. Six-man tag team match. Latino, World Order, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and X uh, defeat Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Who was that X? It was a three-on-two match for the majority of it, with Rey Mysterio just getting beaten down pretty much the entire time. Uh, but suddenly, who makes the save? It's the third person that Rey Mysterio called on. Uh, the guy that has been signed since January, I want to say? No, not January. What, what was he Payback? In, he came in in Puerto Rico. Yeah, but what was that show? That was after WrestleMania. Uh, So, May? Like, May. May? Yeah. So he's been he's been signed since May, haven't been used, just kind of written on the shelf. Little dusty man himself, Carlito, arrives to uh, make things even and help his team get to the win. So Carlito is back. He is seemingly part of the LWO. And uh, yeah, that's... Uh, what do you think of this match itself? Uh, speaking of terrible theme songs, they gave Carlito one. Um, yeah, real bad. Like really bad. Like, do like they just they have more, they have one job? It was just to keep the theme song. Are Jim Johnson's residuals more expensive than Death Rebels' paycheck? Is that what this is? <laughs> Probably. 
and like I guess, yeah, I guess they, I mean, does even Jim Johnson get residuals? I guess that's actually a legitimate question that we should ask. <laughs> well, if he doesn't, then what are we doing? Yeah. Whatever. Um, Carlito looked good. Carlito's absolutely gigantic now. Like, he's mm-hmm. ripped. Big, mm-hmm. big dude. Um, I think he's going to be just fine. I always like Carlito. I think he's he's a, he's a good player. He's a good player. He has strong matches. His backstabber looks great when he hits it. Oh no! No complaints about bringing in old Carlito. I'm kind of actually shocked he's been gone for so long. Yeah, they just had nothing to do with him for so long, and I, I was just like, just put him with LWO. What are we doing? Um, I like, I like bringing him, him, him in as the heavy for the LWO. You never would expect it, but he is now the heavy of the LWO. Good for him, as he should be. He. Yeah. He got released from WWE in 2010. That sounds right. Yeah. Like, it's just so random. He was gone for that long. And then popped up at the Royal Rumble in, in 2021. And then popped up again at Payback. Did a TV show. Yes, did one match the next Hardy. night. Yep. And then he just disappeared for good again. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Um. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an interesting guy, an interesting man uh, in this yeah. WB context. But uh, hopefully, they do they continue to use him. I guess that's the more of the hope. Um. I will say though, uh, I I do have some concerns for Joaquin Wilde and and Cruz del Toro. Did uh, you know that um, when he got released, he went to the Inoki Genome Federation. Of course. Who else? He wh- fought. Kendo Cashin in a four minute and thirty second match. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds bad. Might need to find it. Yeah, that, <laughs> we might have to hunt that one down. Uh, Carly, I, I was going to say that I, I feel sort of bad for Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild. Uh, Joaquin Wild. The fact that, like you know, Carlito's coming in feels like Dragon Lee's on the main roster and kind of aligned with the LWO. I don't know. It feels a little bloated. It feels like oh, those those guys are down. Dragon Lee is. Sta- I'm. St- I want to say that those guys feel down, super, super down on the bottom rung of the LWO, and I'm concerned with how long they are <laughs> are going to be. I, I'm concerned they're going to get the 2010 Carlito treatment. If you get what I'm saying, it already was pretty bad for them. So I mean, it's just getting worse. Uh, my whole take on this, and this has nothing to do with them or the LWO, I just want to be able to talk about Dragon League because I don't have time to talk about Dragon League otherwise, is that he might have had the best match, the best main roster matches out of Dominic Mysterio and Austin Theory mm-hmm. in the past two weeks combined, in his first two weeks on the main roster. That's how you know he's a great wrestler. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, Dragon League is still phenomenal like i know a lot of people when he went to wwe everyone was like oh he's not gonna be good anymore it's all over yeah no he's still phenomenal he's he's changed things up he he's doing like all lij stuff which is very funny yeah (laughs) he's just taking like half of naito's moves he's like yeah these are mine now and i think that's like all right cool i don't care um yeah he's retained pretty much everything that made dragon lee special and it has put him on the main roster pretty much the moment he had a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm loving it. You know, that's, 
that's what they need to be doing over here at uh at the old WWE headquarters is having people that stick out and then those people that stick out and re- and retain their specialness become stars. It's it's insane how quickly you can become a star if you just maintain what made you special outside of the WWE system. Look at J- Cody Rhodes. Look at Dragon Lee. Look at Jade Cargill. Walks out of a car and everyone's like, "Holy shit, that's a star." You know, like it's it's just Without changing anything, it's like it kind of proves that how much of a star you can become uh, outside the WWE system, and then when you go back in, you're just automatically elevated to the top echelon. Like mm-hmm. it's like stars are out there, and if you the WWE system, I don't know how many stars they create, but like these people walk out of the room, and you're like, holy shit, that's a guy, that's a girl, that is somebody, that is that's the future, you know. And uh, Dragon Lee, he's retained a lot of it, and I, you know, I give I give him props for uh, making sure he gets gets all that stuff in there. Uh, the one thing that sucks mm-hmm. about Dragon Lee getting called up is that him and Dragonov would have just been perfect. It just would have been perfect. And I don't know what Brandy's going to be on, but if he's not on Raw to face Gunta, then it gets it. it they're just really attacking my soul. You know. We'll talk about it in a moment as well, the NXT show on Tuesday. You know, you could slap a world title match on there if you wanted to and just do a one last send off for Dragon Lee. You know, Yeah, I, I, why not? I mean we slap everything else on the <laughs> these Tuesday shows like it's nobody's business. Yeah. So why not? Why not? You, you would you would think like Tuesday is like the biggest night in wrestling history, the way these two companies are booking these damn shows. Well again, we'll talk about these Tuesday shows in a moment. Um, but yeah, Dragon Lee, he's, he's, I know for a fact that part of his contract negotiations, uh, or part of the contract, according to, I think wrestling observer, when it was announced that he has like a thing where it's like, he he's going to the main roster in a year's time. So that's pretty much about now. So, uh, it seems like that main roster stuff is happening right now. So good on Sign in January came in a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's 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 just getting there a little bit earlier. Good for him. Ain't even better, even better. But yeah, uh, six man tag team match. Eh, yeah, it's fine. Fine little uh, beat downs and stuff. Eh, got the job done again. This is this show was all about getting the job done. Mm-hmm. I fully can agree with that. Fully can agree. Nothing with more. That. Nothing less. Speaking of getting the job done, triple threat for the WWE Women's Title Match. Uh, Io Sky successfully retains her title against Asuka and Charlotte Fa- Flair. After Charlotte uh, taps out Asuka in the figure eight, the referee doesn't see it because of Bailey, and Io Sky hits the over the moon salt on Flair to get the ultimate win uh, and retain her title. So, what do you think of this this triple threat? Listen, we take the we take the small wins here, and, and uh, the small win with Io Shirai pinning Charlotte Flair in the middle of the ring. Okay, that's what we take, and we run away with it. We just take it and run. Mm-hmm. Don't look back. Mm-hmm. Don't look back. That's what we take. That that is all I have to say. I I will say though, you know, you say we're gonna take in a run. That Flair did try to tap out or did tap out Oscar successfully. Yeah, well, listen, listen, listen. listen. No, you know they're gonna somehow still protect Charlotte. No, no, no. Well, no, I'm not. That's not just what I'm saying. I'm saying they're not only gonna protect Charlotte, even though she got the pin. They're not only protecting Charlotte. As uh, Charlotte is going to come on SmackDown and say that I had the win if you guys didn't get involved. Well, and so Crown Jewels around the corner. It's going to be Crown Jewels around the corner. Charlotte Flair versus Io Sky at Crown Jewel. 
Sometimes you should just kick out. They didn't kick out. Good point. Good point. But we all know. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Crown Jewel, Charlotte Flair, Eo Sky, yeah. and maybe and like a steel Crown Jewel. Maybe a be the other one. Maybe a steel cage match to make sure Bailey and Co are out uh, of there. The only reason I don't know if it's Crown Jewel is because they put one like it. That could just be the Rhea match. Whatever Rhea's matches could be on that show instead. Yeah, but I'm saying that. But there's an active story happening of this one, and Rhea's just like, whatever. They don't care if there's an active story. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just made a whole point about Gunther having stories and not being on the show. If they can put whatever they want on their shows, what is, as long what as is, they're is Rhea's, happy about it. What is Rhea's? Rhea's Rhea and Nia. That's what I was gonna say. What I was like, what is it? Just Nia what you Jax? signed up for. Crown Jewel: Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jackson, Saudi Arabia. Nia Jax comes in just to get the Saudi Arabia paycheck over everybody else. I I could see that be the match there just because Rhea is obviously the most over talent. Yeah. And they like to give Saudi those most over talents. So that might be, that's probably true. That is probably. Charlie Eo could easily just happen on like SmackDown. I mean, it still could. Like well, no, different times. it would be it's Saudi Arabia, so they're gonna try to like do as many women's matches as they can at this point. I think they had like three last year, so they're gonna do both, and they'll probably do yeah. like a third or fourth. Give the uh, give Natalia something. I don't. I, the only reason I say I don't know about that is because they, they're not packing these cards anymore. Like this That's year, true. the difference between this year and last year is different. But but. But since it's Saudi Arabia, I can see them drive force to a match on there for sure. That is probably actually a good point. Um, no more thoughts about the women's title match. All right. Uh, I don't have any other thoughts on that much. Yo won. They, a I, for Yo. I feel like they hid Flair very well. Um, yep. t- tag team match. John Cena and LA Knight defeat the bloodline of Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. When did Paul Heyman get so old? I don't know. I saw the gray the other day when he was on uh, Raw. I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> Stop dying his hair, I guess. Yeah, just all of a sudden I turn around and it's like, whoa, this guy's old. Holy crap. I think he's legitimately probably using it for like story purposes too because, you know, Paul Hammond's a psycho and he's get, his hair's going gray with the stress of uh, the Usos and the, the the what's the other one? Soul Sokoa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Soul Sokoa. Um, that's my only guess. But yeah, he is now old. Very sad. Yeah. Um, other than that, other than Mr. Heyman, um, you know, uh, John, like you said before, John Cena, LA Knight, super over, like incredibly over. Um, everybody loves him. It almost felt like LA Knight was more over than Cena at certain points in the night. Uh, the LA Knight popularity is insane. It's massive. This guy was floundering in like TNA Impact for like years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's like, you know, he leaves. NWA. Goes to the NWA. He, I think the NWA was a solid foundation, you know, where he was able to be like, all right, this is all working. This can work, right? Uh, sure. Solid foundation. Then he sort of turns that into an NXT deal. And that, it, it has ups and downs, I think. He felt like a weird fit, but it, it worked, I think. Uh, now sure. he's in the main roster as Max Dupree. Didn't work. A year later, LA Knight, arguably the hottest thing in the company. 
Yeah, if he's not the hottest thing, then it's Cody and Jey Uso. That's that's it. Those three, and then Rhea. True. Who, True. who doesn't do anything on any of these pay per views? Well, she flirted with Jey Uso at one point. Well, you know, good for Jey Uso. <laughs> um, yeah, this match I thought again, like most of the matches here, very basic, put together match here. I don't have any huge opinions on it. No. Uh, no. It's really hard to review shows where like it's it it's just it's by the book. To yes, the very yes, very very end of yes. this show. Everything by was the, incredibly by, by the, book. the book of WWE's yep. playbook. Like Cena gets his ass kicked, LA Knight hot tag, they win. Mm-hmm. Babyface go home happy. That is exactly what this match was. Yeah. I mean, even then, LA Knight gets the hot tag, and then I think Cena eventually has has his moves. He does some yep. stuff, and then LA Knight does his move, gets the win. Was it Blunt Blitz. Force Trauma? Do you think Blunt yep. Force Trauma is a call out to the uh, no the NWA? I believe tag team champions. No, you don't want to go after those roots. Nope. All right, well, that's disappointing. Uh, World Heavyweight Championship match for WWE. It was also a last-man-standing match. Seth freaking Rollins is able to retain his title versus Nakamura. Shinsuke, that is his first name. Uh, Scotty, you kind of already talked about a little bit earlier that uh, you were incredibly bored by this match. Do you think this match was better or worse than their last outing of a non-gimmick type between Nakamura and Rollins? I have very little memory of that match, but it was probably right there. Yeah. Um, I don't I really don't remember that match at all, so um to his, to to his own I don't know. Probably not. Like I don't it's all bad. Can I read read to you the Wikipedia entry for this yes, match? Please do. Please do. And then uh, just just to give you a refresher on everything that happened, everything of importance that happened this match, real quick. Okay, awesome. In the main event, Seth Frickin' Rollins defended Raw's World Heavyweight Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura in a last man standing match. In the end, Rollins performed a Falcon Arrow on Nakamura from an elevated platform through a table of equipment. Nakamura was unable to make his feet before the ten count, thus Rollins retained. That was everything important that happened in the match, according to Wikipedia. Well, quicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I, Nakamura. What, what are we doing with this guy? I mean, giving him the final little run here, aka filling up, <laughs> filling up these pay per views. Um, for for with him for some reason. It just kind of like you know. I think they try to do. I think the last man standing tried did the best it could to hide Nakamoraisms or lack thereof, uh, for mm. this guy, but it. You know, we talked about like Dragon Lee and all these guys coming in as stars, and we were having concerns of them just being completely deconstructed as what they once were. Nakamura feels that way completely, and it is just like yeah. at this point, you look at the guy, you look at his output in matches, and it's just like, I don't know, man, what more do we do with him? I don't even know if I want to say like I know we all say like Shinsuke's washed and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I think it's just like Shinsuke's WWE <laughs> version mm-hmm. isn't supposed to be Shinsuke. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, is he washed? I don't know. Like, even the Muto match was at least fun, right? That was fun. Sure. 
None of these are fun. These are painful. These are dreadfully boring. It's like he's a different human here as opposed to if he goes back to Japan. And I think that's just the way I have to look at it from now on. Like, it's just like, all right, I can do the minimal and it doesn't matter, you know? And that's fine. That's fine. Go get your paycheck. Um, I just want to point this out. Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins' pay-per-view matches just becoming world champion or winning the world title are his fault. AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura. In the year of 2023, where it's arguable that all three of them are washed up. <laughs> when does uh when does when do you think Nakamura's contract is out? Do you think he's buying time? But like what do you like what do you think this is? It feels like it feels like these are phoned in. That's my point. Is like it it it's, it doesn't feel washed anymore. It just feels oh, like he's been I think he's been phoning it in anyways. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know what we do with this guy. I think he's yeah, he done. got two. Ma- he got two main events out of it. Good for him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and you know, we we again continued. And that was the other thing. And I think that was the biggest issue of this match as well. It's not just like you know, there's the boring aspects of Nakamura, or whatever. And I think this also played into that sort of conversation of you being bored about this match is. You all, we already saw at payback Rollins with a broken back beat Nakamura clean. In what reality is Rollins gonna lose this match? The, the, whole, con- <laughs> the whole conceit of this last man standing match is that Nakamura now has the ability to hurt Seth Rollins so badly that he doesn't have to pin him, he can just beat him down so much. But he just, but Rollins just proved that he couldn't be beaten so badly without weapons to be down for a three count. Yeah. Yep. What makes what, you think that weapon adding weapons will get him to a ten? What made this match so awful? Not awful. It was fine. What made this match just story so awful is I don't like I I watched like a, a clip or two on TV. It was like. Seth offered Shinsuke a title match uh, the night after, despite simply beating him. Mm-hmm. One, two, three in the middle of the ring. And Shinsuke is like, no, when I feel like it. And I was like, what? I, I, <laughs> I think you lost. If I recall correctly, I think that was also Nakamura asking for a match originally. Uh, and maybe that night, Seth Rollins accepted. And then and he just was like, nah. And then Nakamura was that. I could be confusing that with Tiffany Stratton. Which happened the exact same way with Becky Lynch. Tiffany Stratton is better than Shinsuke Nakamura in 2023. Oh, that that is correct. But I I I remember that I happening just, with I Tiffany. I just want to say well. it out loud so people get mad at me. Well, it's true. We had a whole conversation. It's a whole clip of it it's on YouTube. It's it's true, hundred percent true. Yeah, I put all our stock in Tiffany Stratton. I couldn't have less stock in Shinsuke Nakamura if I tried. Tell me Nakamura's best match of 2023, and tell me Tiffany's best match of 2023. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. These these two Seth Rollins matches are the only two Shinsuke matches I've seen, uh, seen this year, yeah. outside of the Muto one. So the Muto one, 
That's the best. One. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me just like look. Let's look at matches for 2023 on Cage Match. See what was the best according to the Cage Matchers. Um, I'll tell you this much. Not a lot. Not a lot right off the bat. Um, Best match. Here we go. According to Cage Match from Shinsuke Nakamura is the Money in the Bank ladder match from July of this year. Uh, other than that, it was this one at <laughs> Fastlane. Uh, other than I think that... I said at the time of that ladder match that there isn't a worse person to put in a ladder match than Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. And... I hold I hold true to that. Yeah, yeah, he's in a rough year. I mean, his like I said, like his highest rated match right now, singles, is this last man standing match from Fastlane according to Cage Match, and that is a seven point seven two out of one hundred forty one votes. So you're now you're talking way too high. That's a what three and a half, roughly, a little more. Yeah, a little more than a three and a half. Um, three and three quarters. That's what it is. Little, little, and I, and I think it will still continue to go down a little bit as days go on. But uh, that's, you know, that's not great. This guy used to have four star plus. Well, I don't classics. expect him to have those anymore. Oh, I know. His WWE Shinsuke Nakamura is a. How do I get by for the audience? that I'm working towards and he does it perfectly. It's not the audience that if you've ever seen Shinsuke Nakamura wrestle anywhere else, Mm -hmm. you know what he's capable of. So it's like night and day and it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. Seth Rollins needs a new opponent. And I think he will get one. I think. I mean, I actually don't know. Crown Jewel is around the corner. I have no idea what his opponent will be other than them doing a third match. <laughs> so, <laughs> for no reason. You can't do a third match when you beat someone cleanly twice. Yeah, but like, who are you going to heat up for Rollins in, what, like two weeks or something like that? When's this, when's this Crown Jewel? Aren't they heating up? Well, Drew's probably too quick. Um, also, Dragon Lee's already listed on SmackDown. Perfect. Uh, yeah, Crown Jewels November fourth. So we're talking one, two, three, four weeks from now. You got a month. Oh, I got you, Dirty Dog, baby. Woo! Here we go. Dirty. NXT North American Champion, Dirty Dog for the World Title. Dirty Dog. Now we're talking, baby. That's what Who I says need. No. Who would say no? Not the not the Who'd say no? Not the prince not of Saudi Arabia. Surely. Uh, this is actually Ray. <laughs> just took his mask off. You're welcome. We could uh we could bring uh Yuka, Yokozuna back for uh, Crown Jewel. Oh, they're definitely gonna heat up Ricochet. I think there's a story going on there, if I remember correctly. Oh, Ricochet. <laughs> Didn't they already do a thing with him? No, they never did the title match. They were going to, like, have him maybe be involved and, then, like, should say killed him or something. Oh, I You're see. You're asking me things that I don't really know. They did a fake out. They did a fake out. Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll probably be uh, Rick O'Shea. 
Well, let's talk about uh, some news, I guess. Let's talk about AEW and NXT. So this upcoming Tuesday... NXT. NXT. Dom. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get to him. We'll get to him. This upcoming Tuesday, of course, uh, is NXT. Just a normal everyday episode of NXT. Double taping as well for NXT. Um, uh and uh, AEW, uh, because of the MLW playoffs, can't happen on Wednesday. So they got moved. Nope, 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 nope. MLB. Playoffs, what did I, what did I say? MLW playoffs. <laughs> oh, hold on. It's the playoffs of the Opera Cup, of course. Uh, the MLB playoffs uh, are happening on Wednesday, so they cannot uh, air that day. So they are airing on Tuesday for a show called Title Tuesday. You know, there is only two titles and the number one contenders match being happening. But, you know, that's besides the point. But uh, it is Dynamite <laughs> versus NXT yet again. The Wednesday Night Wars are now becoming the Tuesday Night Wars yet again. Uh, AEW has smoked NXT in the past. But WWE is doing everything in their power to stop AEW from getting the win. AEW's ratings are, you know, have been on a lower standpoint than they typically are. Uh, for their television, NXT has been rising with the increases of Dom, Dirty Dom and and Becky Lynch. But can they increase even more? AEW Dynamite on Tuesday is going to be Chris Jericho versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Adam Page versus Jay White, Brian Danielson versus Swerve Strickland in a TNT title number one contendership match. The single the the wrestling debut in AEW for Adam Copeland, formerly Edge versus Luchasaurus. AEW Women's World Title Match, Soraya versus Hikaru Shida. AEW International Title Match, Ray Phoenix versus the returning John Moxley. Can NXT beat that? Let me read you the NXT card so far. Asuka versus Roxanne Perez. Asuka coming down to face Roxanne Perez. Check one. Better women's match. Continue. <laughs> we got Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. But how do we make it sexy? Well, of course, we put Paul Heyman with Braun Breaker. I don't know if that makes it sexy per se, but uh, then we put John Cena with Carmelo Hayes. When I think sexy, I think Paul Hayes. (laughs) (laughs) That is the only two matches announced for NXT this Tuesday. Um, Beyond that, they also have announced a Cody Rhodes live announcement. Major Uh, announcement. Sorry, my mistake. A live major announcement. Uh, I would have to believe it's about the Dusty Cup. Um, and maybe the winner of that faces the, them as the champions. That could be fun. Um, uh, that could be like a fun little pay-per-view gimmick. Um, maybe you've gone too far now. Maybe I have gone too far. Uh, who else? Uh, you would assume Dominic Mysterio would show up. You're going to assume Becky Lynch Becky. shows up. Um, hasn't been announced Back the yet. house, baby. Hasn't been announced yet, but you could assume that she would show up. Uh, and then Undertaker's gonna show up. Yes, the yes. most recent one, formally not announced yet, but they did a did do a preview at promo for NXT, and it ended with Undertaker's gong, not his dong, his gong, and uh, he is believed to be showing up on NXT this Tuesday. So, uh, not not a match card loaded up for NXT, but the stars are out tonight. Or rather, out Tuesday. How do you think Tuesday's gonna go down, Scotty? Uh, 
Um, I think it's gonna be two shows that uh, I don't know. I don't really have any complaints about two companies trying to put on a good show. I think uh, I think that's my biggest problem with the online discussion about it. It's like, oh no, we're getting good wrestling shows. Damn it! Yes. Ah, uh, I wish you know. I wish we were getting the minimum effort instead. That would have been so cool. I have no problems with this. Um, I think I think WWE probably has to win now, though. Yeah. Uh, you it, put John Cena on there, you have to win now. You put John Cena, Cody Rhodes, Everything else was fine. But once they put Cena on there, I was like, well. <laughs> they played their hand. <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys pretty much did, all right, we're going to put Roman Reigns on our show. Except actually, it's going to be John Cena. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Um, you know what's funny but, to me uh, is that the SAG strike might end on Monday and then Cena shows up on NXT and that's his last appearance. Good for Carmelo Hayes. Hey, yeah. Over. Get it? Um, Get he, it while you can. If I have, there's no problems I have with this. Not zero. Um, actually, no, I have one complaint, Dynamite. Why do you always have to have one extra match? Well, it feels like you have a perfect card, and then you're like, Chris Jericho. I'm like, God damn it, why? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. It's because Chris Jericho is still a draw for them. Is you know, it's, we got to have our draws. All the draws. Right, then oh, for cut Edge. Well, he's you just signed him, and it's his wrestling debut, so presumably I don't care. Cut gonna, Edge. They're not going to cut Edge. That's the match I don't care about the most. Well, can we talk about that for a moment? We kind of talked about it in our Slack chat. They have all, this, draw. have all the draws out. Chris Jericho, Adam Page, Brian Danielson, Swerve, Jay White are all upcoming draws as well. Adam Copeland yeah, is not necessarily a proven draw in AW yet, but it is his mat wrestling debut, so maybe uh, Sheeta, Soraya, uh, maybe. Uh, and then John Moxley, you know. he's Edge is a hell of a draw on the YouTube. That's true. That's certainly true. <laughs> uh, but then you got John Moxley. You know, you got all the draws out. God. It seems like there's somebody missing, maybe one or maybe a, at He'll least a, show. maybe a guy at least missing on. Uh, they already said he's doing a promo on. The have show. have they? Have we confirmed that? Because I haven't seen that yet. He said it. He said it. MJ? Which Jay White's on the show. He's absolutely going to be on the show. Yes. Yeah, so as of as of press time, at the very least, as of press time, MJF. Whether or not MJF said it, I haven't seen that. He doesn't I'll, have an official segment. That's what matters. Yes, I would I would announce a segment if he's going to show up because right now MJF is not slated. The world champion is not slated to be on this AEW Dynamite title Tuesday in any capacity. Not a world title match. Not a not an announced segment. Jay White is Where's there. Your shade towards Ilya Dragunov. I no, I agree. Where's Ilya Dragunov? And my, I my put him on the show just for my entertainment's sake. My bigger <laughs> complaint about NXT is that. Only two matches? Have That's been all they announced. need, baby. That's all they need. They have only announced two matches. Presumably more will get announced between now and then. Because NXT, they're you not going to the uh, tank. AEW's out the mud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, presumably they have, you know, Dynamite is, you know, they're locked and loaded, right? NXT has time sure. to announce more stuff. But only two matches is like, there's nothing here. No, Where's Ilya? There's no titles here. There's no Ilya. There's no Dirty Dom right now. There's no Becky it's Lynch like they right half now. Care about winning and then half don't. 
yeah, maybe, kinda. Oh well, yeah, we'll give you John Cena. Uh-huh. We kind of also don't care. But we'll also <laughs> give you Cody Rhodes, but no Becky Lynch. But we'll also give you the Undertaker, but no Dirty Don. Yeah, it's like okay, sure. Yeah, it's um. um but yeah, back to MJF. They're both are weird. It's time to breathe with the switchblade, baby. It's both interesting, and as of right now, both companies don't want to really hurt their champions as draws, you know? I don't know if WWE cares as much. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I can they agree both, with that. and I, and I They think probably haven't even thought that far. I can agree with that. I can fully agree with that. But it does right now. It feels like you know. Let Let's go off the um, to for my argument's sake. It feels like okay. both companies. I'll play. I appreciate it. It feels like both companies do not want to have on the off chance that they lose, don't want to have their world champions uh, or any of the champions. Well, maybe AEW less, but really the world champions be considered not draws uh, in the mm-hmm. kayfabe uh, neo kayfabe that is this Tuesday night war. Uh, you know you have. All the other non-title draws here showing up in uh, AEW. And then NXT, you just have, like, you know, Cody Rhodes and Undertaker and John Cena. All these other guys that are that are meant to draw. Um, which Undertaker isn't even officially announced, which makes it very fun. No, not officially announced at all. Just the belief. Just assume the gong will get tell you something. I'm like, how am I supposed to assume that? What do you think in the context of NXT is Undertaker showing up in. And why is it Schism? Schism's gone. I know. So why is the Undertaker going to find a way to bring it back, I guess? I don't know. Um, I have no idea why Undertaker's going to be on that show or <laughs> how he's going to be on that show or if he should be on that show. Ooh, uh, but maybe, I do want to talk about the MJF part. Maybe, hold on, maybe Undertaker's not showing up as the dead man. Maybe he's showing up as a biker dude to I think team up with, only shows up. and he's gonna team up with Baron Corbin. He's gonna with chokeslam. Yeah, that's probably true. But go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, I'm on the MJF front because I think this is the more interesting conversation point. Um, not having him wrestle because I think that's like the only way it would have made a difference for AW or saw it like. That would have been the attempt at him making a difference. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, you can watch an MJF promo every week. He has a match. That would have been interesting. Um, but I think you're right. There is possibility here that you're trying to protect. protect the English is not my first language. Uh, protect your world champion. Yeah. Especially when you and... have MJF tweeting out that his quarter hours are typically the best. You know, yes. There, there's the argument floating out there that he's not as over as not as hot as as one were to believe. But if his quarter hours are the best, then you put him on the show. Why? Right. And team, you know, we all know Tony Khan loves those quarter hours. If those quarter hours are the best, mm-hmm. you put him on the show. If you're not putting him on the show, then why is Tony Khan not putting him on the show? I think it is he thinks he's losing and doesn't want his world champion to look like not a draw. Yes, I think that's a good, good point to make. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. I think uh, there's an overall conversation about MJF going on lately. Anyways, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, he's acknowledged it on TV. He's acknowledged he, on Twitter. 
yeah he's acknowledged it pretty much everywhere so i do wonder if like we do see a change um i saw one person say like maybe the best thing for mjf is an editor because <laughs> 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 like he just kind of goes off on his own little things on his promos now mm-hmm. and it's like listen i know you enjoy like play with the crowd and stuff but like can you get to the goddamn point I was like, I watch Jay. I'm I'm watching weekly, like Jay White fillet you now. It's just like not even close. Like Jay White gets to the point, he says what he needs to say, and we move on. You yeah. do the. If anyone's watching, this is great camera work. I'm putting the I'm putting the mic up, you know, because uh, he just puts the mic up like 75 times during his promo, and I'm just sitting there like. Or the most egregious one last Wednesday was telling the crowd what to chant oh and my how to God. chant it. I was like, this is like, this isn't even something Cena would do. No. Like, this is The Rock without being The Rock. <laughs> you know, like, The Rock can get away with it because we see The Rock once. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. MJF, you can't. It's but just, even, it's but just... even Peak Rock wouldn't do that. Like, I like MJF. I think MJF great. But this past week killed me. Yeah, I was like, all right, all right, please, no more of this. I, I I've been reflecting a lot about the MJF conversation, and it, and I think it's twofold. I think it is number one, his work of late feels, as many people have been calling it, lazy, in terms of his crowd reaction stuff. He's doing what we just pretty much called that entire WWE pay per view. Correct. The basics. The basics. He's doing it by the book, by the numbers, paint by numbers promos. But putting him up against Jay White, a legitimately great promo, is making MJF automatically look worse. Uh, And that's not great. I think the other reason... I, I think it's like if... I think the other reason with MJF is that we have all seen... People who have been watching AEW have all seen peak MJF promos. Yeah. And that is the the whole rivalry between him and Punk. And I talked about it before in terms of Punk being a sort of Pandora's box uh, in terms of quality, uh, and that MJF was part of that as well. There's a Pandora's box that opened up with MJF's quality of promos. We all saw how great at promos he can be. And then when he goes out there and does tofu and, and tells the crowd when and how to chant, it's like, well, hold on. Where's the great promo guy that I saw what two years ago, right? So I, I think it's I think it's a twofold thing. It's that he used to be great and now he's not. And then you put him in comparison to a guy who is actively great right now, and as you said, filleting him every week. So what 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 are we what are we doing with this guy? You know, it's it's he has to change. He has to go back to where it was. Or evolve. This evolution of MJF isn't working in terms, and it's hurting his baby faceness. I guess you can say is actively hurting his promo ability, seemingly, and uh, that is something that he needs to figure out, or he needs to, or that Tony Khan needs to change because uh, it ain't working right now, and it's working so badly that seemingly there isn't enough faith in their champion. And their quarter-hour drawer to uh, bring home the bacon uh, this Tuesday for AEW. So I, 
I, I think that I think that is a solid evidence of on that case of uh, what's happening with MJF and where he is seen uh, for AEW in terms of valuable a valuable asset, I guess, or or as I've said before, or they're te- or they're protecting him, and they don't want and they feel like they might lose, and they don't want the world champion to look like that a draw, so they're just not going to have the world champion on the show. I think. I think MJF is a baby face. There is like the perfect worker in there. And Agreed. He just hasn't figured it out yet. Agreed. And it can be difficult for someone who's never worked as baby face to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he is trying a lot of things, and maybe. But the problem is, I think a lot of those things aren't what most people look for when they're watching AEW. Yeah. Right, um, you know the Cole stuff was magic. I think, like you like it or not, it was magic. It worked. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great. Like it worked perfectly for what they were going for. However, that's gone now. Now you have to reshuffle. Now you have to get him back. And I think, and I think that hopefully by the end of this feud with Jay White, someone who goes in there shoots from the hip mm-hmm. and is just on his game pretty much at all times mm-hmm. that will get mjf to where he's supposed to be like i'm very hopeful for the rest of this feud even after the pat the first two things where it's pretty much been the jay white show right i'm still hopeful because there's still a month to build this match and we know mjf has greatness in him right we've seen it we've seen it we've seen it multiple times now it's about getting that greatness out and being consistent with that greatness. I think confidently MJF versus Jay White is going to be a phenomenal wrestling match. Completely agree. Not worried about that. Yep. It's about getting there. And I think we can get there with this being a two-sided rivalry rather than a one-sided rivalry of of uh, Jay White absolutely mashing him on the mic, which he has continuously done. And I don't... I. I think MJF has seen the tweets. No, I don't think. I know MJF has seen the tweets. Oh, yeah. I know he has seen all this stuff. Probably read he the articles. You know, seen. He the wants to be greater. Yeah, he wants to be the best. I I have hope that he will do all he can to get there because he is a generational talent. He should be the best, mm-hmm. and I think he will be. I think I think he can be and will be by the end of this feud closer to where more people want to see him like he has to get darker like he has to get to that darker side of what has made him great yes rather than as edge would put it as edge would put it he has to get grittier grit the dark he needs the grit (laughs) um but jay white versus hangman page like just want to bring this up like for the title tuesday thing um that's phenomenal obviously yeah I think there's a world where both Hangman and Swerve are losing their matches, and it's probably due to each other. Um, because Swerve versus Chris Cage doesn't make sense, and you can't have the world title challenger lose. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see where they go next because I do think, based off of what I saw MJF tweet and whatnot, he is now going to be like determined. 
And I think a determined MJF is the best MJF. I 100% agree. One addition to the whole MJF conversation, if you want a, an additional meta commentary about everything. I who, hate meta commentary on, on my wrestling shows. <laughs> sure. Which people do. Sure, 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 sure. Hopefully but, we can avoid more of that. Sure, sure, sure. But stick, but with, stick with me here. Stick with me I'm here. With you, I'm with you. I'm with you. Who is walking out with the title belt on Tuesday? Jay White, baby. Yep. Not even the world champion will have the championship around his waist. Not only is he seemingly not in the show, but the title won't even be around his waist. It's around Jay White's. Jay White, the real <laughs> world champion. <laughs> there, I think there's something to be said uh, in terms of that uh, taking I place this Tuesday. I sadly don't think they'll actually pull the trigger on Jay White. No, me neither. I think this is all just but they like, should. I agree. <laughs> well, we said the same thing about Samoa Joe, and I will keep saying it mm-hmm. because I think MJF gets better as a babyface without the title. I, I think if MJF can turn it around, if he can turn it around between now and November, I think uh, I, I would agree that MJF should retain the title. But it it it, it to me. Fully, I, I felt this is Mojo, and I'm going to fully say it now. If MJF continues on the path that he has been on, he 100% needs to lose a title, and we need to get rid of this guy for a little bit in the world title scene and go with Jay White, who's been killing it, actively killing I th- it. I think MJF losing the belt would just make him serious. Agreed. Oh, fully agreed. Yes. He got too comfortable. Easy. Mm-hmm. Done. Like, even after he got his ass kicked on dynamite his mini promo but like you want the match you got it like that was so much better than the rest of it because like he was angry and mjf angry is far more it's far more mjf you said that but he also squeezed in a little tofu in that uh in that anger too. Oh, i didn't remember that part um yeah. i try to forget every time he says tofu <laughs> they're at this point they're valuable there there is a valuable for for podcasting content um yeah, no, uh, I, I think, do you have a prediction? I know you don't necessarily care about it, but uh, do you have a prediction in terms of, uh, I, when I say you don't care, I mean more so you're, you're, you're excited for two great wrestling shows. Uh, but, NXT wins. Yeah, I fully think NXT's winning. I, I think it, uh, if NXT, NXT's getting hot lately as is. I think, I think NXT is losing. The world where NXT, sorry, I think NXT is winning. The world where NXT loses and AEW gets the win is a world I would love to be in. I think it'd be hilarious, uh, but it would it will explode everything. Uh, I'm uh, called WWE smart for this. They were very like we say like they packed the show and like they if they lose they're doomed, but they packed the show in a way that's like, well, John Cena is only a manager. Yes. Well, we didn't announce the Undertaker. Well, Cody's well, just Cody's just announcing something. Yeah, like they did. They did. Like if one of those people were wrestling, it'd be one thing. Mm-hmm. But they're not. So they were like, "Well, if we lose, did we really mess up?" Yeah, that, and that's that goes back to the point of the start of the conversation with both AEW and NXT. How do we attack the most while also defending the most? Yeah. And I think not putting champions so far, uh, realistically speaking. Damn. That'd be uh, smart. That, yeah, seemingly. 
Seemingly. Well, I mean, well, again, remains to be seen. We'll see if they announce any more champions on this show. Uh, but as of right now, nothing yet. Maybe this whole conversation is lost uh, if that happens. Um, It'll be a first. Speaking about real-world champions and speaking about uh, people plopping up all over the place, CM Punk. We're on CM Punk Watch, apparently. Popping up all over the place. He's popping up all over the place. So according to Dave Meltzer, written in the Wrestling Observer last week, I want to say, um, regarding CM Punk, there is obviously tons of talk regarding him returning. There have been rumors that it's happening, but those in WWE have only said that no deal is completed, and those close to Punk have told us that it is in, it is his intention to return and the two sides are in talks. So WWE sort of denies that there's any sort of deal completed. And Punk says that they're talking and that he re- intends to return to world wrestling entertainment. I guess number one, it's always Punk. So we always have to ask and ask the question, how realistic do you think these comments are? Uh, and number two, what is the likelihood that CM Punk returns to WWE? I think they're very, very real. Ooh. Uh, I think there is more than a good chance CM Punk runs back around and mm-hmm. ends up in WWE at the end of all this. Wow. Because one, I think he's spiteful. Two, I think WWE spiteful. And three, Cody Rhodes versus CM Punk might be the end of Tony Khan. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Try. That might that, feel so bad. that might be true. Like, oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> you know, because like if they run that, it's like you're just watching it and you're like, man, how did this happen? Right? Remember back in 2021, all out, all of them were on the same show. Mm-hmm. Now here we are. Now they're one of them's the biggest star of WWE. The other one's he he would be if he was back. Um. If you want to get a percentage out of me, yeah. CM Punk shows up. I'm going to go 66%. Ooh. More than likely. But, you know, there's still CM Punk. There's still CM Punk here. You know, like, mm-hmm. nothing's for sure. No, he is always a gamble. But I think it's more likely than not. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's certainly more likely. Uh, it's going to be interesting if he does go to WWE behind the scenes because how much, you know, I, I think I think Phil Brooks, and I say Phil Brooks, not CM Punk here. I think Phil Brooks is, if he goes to WWE, is going to come in already on edge based on how he left the relationship with WWE. Oh, yeah. And that edginess uh for phil brooks might 
already be putting things on the wrong foot uh, Mm -hmm. for him. Uh, It's just a question of can he even get into the door? Um, I think I think WWE I think he can get through the door. I think WWE recognizes that he is still a big name. He's still a draw. He proved in the past couple years of seeing with AEW that he can still be a draw. Whether or not he can still be a draw in WWE that remains to be seen. But I would presume it that would hold. Um, and money's money. If The Rock's not going to be at WrestleMania and Cena's not around for long, and you're not going to do Cody Rhodes for some reason, even though we're kind of teetering back that way, you could have CM Punk show up. And uh, that's the case. That being said, uh, you know, I, obviously people started turning this into him showing up in Survivor Series and whatnot, or Royal Rumble and whatnot. I, 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 feel, I thought I heard that he had a no-compete contract clause or something. Uh, and he wouldn't be able to show up at Survivor Series, but maybe he didn't. I don't know. That that rumor went around for a bit. So I, I thought he had, he thought he wouldn't be able to compete at Survivor Series anyways. I thought Dave said that before. Uh, maybe I'm incorrect, but uh, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's plausible he shows up. Uh, it will be very very interesting what happens for WWE moving forward, and I think that's a another big shot across the bow for against AEW and I also say this that I think that CM Punk in addition to Cody Rhodes already being over there is just going to contribute to more people considering WWE over AEW or rather AEW wrestlers leaving AEW and going to WWE um, I think I, I want active flow between two companies. I just think the flow will be going more towards WWE than going to AEW um, with all these free agents flying all around, apparently. Yeah, but I don't know if free agents are like going to bother you. Well, that's true. Seemingly. Like Osprey's not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you bring an Osprey, if AEW brings an Osprey, then great. Go for it. Like, not a. Every- you can't pay everyone. You can't push everyone. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with back and forth at, at this point. Just because, like, this is how wrestling should be. I completely agree. You know, like, everyone making money, everyone looking out for themselves. If you think you're going to do better in WWE, you go. Mm-hmm. And based off of how they've rolled out AEW talent so far, it's hard to think you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. uh, between Cody and Jade so far, it's like... Here's here's the shiny new toy, and the shiny new toy ends up being one of their top stars. Um, I need CM Punk in WWE just because I'm I'm back for that sort of chaos. Yeah, we're done with the AEW Punk chaos. That was a headache. That became a headache by the end. Yeah, there's a whole other world though in WWE <laughs> Punk chaos that we have not had yet. No, we we've had it long ago. Uh huh. Let's re- let's 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 light the fuse, huh? Let's light the fuse. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that's. A- I love the report that he's like he's gonna apologize to Roman Reigns. I'm like, damn, he's gonna go. He's gonna go acknowledge Roman before he walks back into the company. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah. kind of awesome. <laughs> he has to. That's what I mean. It's like I think Phil Brooks is gonna be on edge immediately walking in the door. He needs well, good. to. They lost Edge. They need someone on edge. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think rather than that they they desperately need somebody 
he doesn't need to be on edge. He needs to be like groveling almost. <laughs> like, please, <laughs> please, we're all cool here. I don't want any. I don't want any issues. I don't want any beef. It's like he literally left WWE on the complete wrong foot, upsetting a bunch of people, uh, and then left AEW by actively fighting people. <laughs> so it is just like. I don't know how well this is going to work out for your locker room morale, but this guy needs to bring it down uh, several notches uh, if he's going to expect to walk back in this door. And I don't know how possible that is. Hey, he was at uh, WWE. He was backstage at WWE. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Remember that little rumor? That little rumor that popped up? I think think if you're WWE, you try. Because for WWE, it's uh, we don't lose anything here. Like, oh, we'll just fire him. They don't they don't care. You yeah. know, like they don't they're not like because I think WWE's so you can't hurt WWE. We've only WWE can hurt WWE at this stage. Yeah. And even when they get hurt, Vince, it doesn't matter. A year later, not it, it's like nothing's happened. It's just like no, they just got hot. Like the company got hot in the past year. Um. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll see an old CM Punk soon. I never thought about that. The bit because Vince McMahon left and all that drama. You have Triple H coming in, all this stuff. The company then becomes hot. Like the Vince McMahon drama led to the hottest <laughs> the company's ever been in decades. The drama. The man retired. <laughs> yeah, I should say drama. I should say alleged assault uh, of various people. Um. Yeah, he. Uh, but it is fascinating to think about how, like, him doing all that, do, having so many sexual uh, assault allegations against him, and being forcibly fired, retired, quit from the company, led to the hottest period in WWE's history in years, uh, and into a merger that made Vince McMahon himself millions upon millions more dollars. He's probably thinking about how he should have did that a long time ago. I wonder. I mean, now, I mean, well. Did I have retired before and then came <laughs> back? Would I have been this rich? Would we have been this great? Man, no, he probably I, actually did not think that. He probably thought, ugh, this, this, this show sucks. I need to get back. Maybe Rita Chatterton should have been allowed to say something on live television. <laughs> Maybe maybe the Ring Boy scandal should have maybe I shouldn't paid off the Ring Boy and that uh what was his name Tom something uh maybe I shouldn't have paid off that guy uh maybe he should What's have said name? something Tom it's Tommy I want to say I want to say it's Tom I don't remember exactly maybe that maybe I shouldn't have paid off that guy and had him go on to Gerardo Riviera's show with Dave Meltzer uh, and a bunch of other people. Oh boy, uh, Vinnie Mac, Jesse Ventura. I just read I just read a uh. Uh, well, I forgot the title of the book. Is it in my room here? No, I don't remember. It was uh, like Unmaking America or something like that. It, it was basically a, a, a book about Vince McMahon, his early life going all the way up to his, his entire career, all the way up to the higher power reveal of, it's me, Austin. It was me all along uh, about how she, how Vince McMahon was shaped and how all these scandals and everything sort of shaped the WWE early on, and Vince McMahon, and the character Mr. McMahon early on. Fantastic book. Highly recommend. But yeah, all that stuff of the, the scandals and everything are fresh in my mind. And uh, it is 
insane to believe that like when all those scandals happened back in the early 90s scotty it actively hurt the company to the point where they were almost bankrupt now uh, all the scandals popping up again uh cause the hottest period in wb ever does that mean America sucks? Or does that mean WWE is fine and Vince McMahon fine? Or does that mean America sucks at this and doesn't know <laughs> and we're and we're broken as a society? That's what I'll be thinking about for the next several weeks, folks. Um, but yeah, anyways. <sighs> yeah, we, should, we probably shouldn't call our listeners the ring boys. That's probably a bad idea. Um, well, I, got, I already got rid of that one, so you're good. That's, okay, good. Um... Let's talk about New Japan. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, let's talk about New Japan. Let's talk about New Japan. Well, the other thing we had to talk about maybe was just uh, the WGA SAG strike because uh, John Cena like mentioned two seconds it. If you feel the need to do it, yeah, I'll, I'll just address it real quickly. So yeah, the WGA strike. I sort of already talked about giving doing little updates here and there. WGA strike is pretty much over. Uh, looks they haven't. I don't think they have officially signed their contract. Uh, oh no, they have. They agreed to the deal. Oh no, that was that was that. Um, I don't think it's been ratified. I'm not sure. If, excuse me, the WG has ratified the deal. Um, yet, but that should be soon, and I think it's 100 percent happening. It's going to be ratified. SAG, uh, as far as we know it, negotiations are still happening. There is a deal happening, another meeting happening tomorrow. Um, On Wednesday, last Wednesday, they announced that they were going to meet again on Friday and Monday. And I don't know about you, Scotty, but when I hear that they're announcing two more days of negotiations, to me, that's like, well, if it was going poorly, why would they announce two more days of negotiations? Um, I guess it's possible that they expect they want to get a deal when they just need more time to figure stuff out. I also think that it's totally plausible that they added two more days because they know they have more deals to figure out and that Monday is going to be ironing out small details in terms of the contract. So either it's going poorly and they continuously want to get to a deal or I think Monday could be the last day of the SAG strike and it could end on Monday or Tuesday and then everyone can go, kind of go back to work, and then a deal would presumably re- be ratified, assuming the deal is good. Uh, and I assume it will be. Uh, if that is the case, as John Cena stated on the presser for Fastlane, he's gone. He said that he... he let me see if I can find that quote from John Cena. Um, but he said on the presser that he is essentially gone uh, if the strike ends, or whenever the strike ends. Uh, which is something I've been saying online for a while. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where is it? He said he can't do both. He said that, quote, I made it perfectly clear you can't do both. He says he'd be putting people in the movie business out of work if he were to get hurt trying to do both, which is completely true. If John Cena is presumably a lead, uh, he gets hurt. They have to delay the movie or work around the entire schedule, and the movie more than likely will get delayed in in that process meaning all the crew and everybody else are kind of quote unquote out of work for how long the delay is um coming you know out of work coming after the the thing and it happens all the time in the street you know tom cruise with uh uh mission impossible right you know he gets injured or indian for another better, better example here's another example indiana jones movie that came out this past summer you know uh, it, during the process of the filming, Harrison Ford got injured, delayed the project. 
part of the reason that is bad is that it put the movie business out of people. Some people, you know, lost work for however long his injury took to heal up. Um, but not only that, but it also increased the budget for the film to make it almost like $300 million and made it a complete flop. Um, if, if so, not only did it hurt in the immediate sense, but it hurts in the long-term sense of, I don't know if we should do another Indiana Jones movie because it cost us so much money and it was a complete flop and maybe it doesn't work anymore. So it's a uh, future business as well. That also being said, this presumably will apply to the rock as well. Uh, unless the rock was already planning on showing up for WrestleMania this April, um, which is unclear. Uh, he is probably also gone, completely gone. Um, again, like even if the, even if he fully assumed he was taking off for April or March and April to prepare for WrestleMania, um, there's a three month delay called a SAG strike that just took place that just delayed everything for three months. So if he even had that opening in place, there's no way he has that opening still because everything just got delayed and pushed back for three months. So whatever, if he was, let's say he was working on something in June when the SAG strike started, uh, it got pushed back three months. Um, and, you know, presumably that would end in February or whatever, or earlier than that and goes into something else that ends in February. That all gets pushed back and delayed. The only thing that would not... There's realistically no way that he's making WrestleMania at this point. So, sad strike ends. That's fantastic news for everybody else. Fantastic news for me, because I can go back to work. Um, but even though, so for wrestling, Cena, The Rock, they're gone completely. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much that. Um, I never really expected The Rock to be at WrestleMania and Royal Rumble anyways. Uh, but, uh, you know, no, but it was fun for conversation. Damn it. Yeah. It made, it made a good, good couple weeks of conversation. So, uh, well, I think like immediately after he was on there, things just got a lot better. Instantly. Yeah. I think like, I think it was like the rock showed up at Friday night Smackdown and either the week following or the week after yeah. that, the SAG and uh, studio started negotiations and they've been going ever since, which is a good thing. Cause you know, we don't, no one wants to keep people out of work and yada 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 and listen 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 we i think we'll be fine without the rocket john cena i think we all got used to life without the rocket john cena in wwe if i would if i was to say so myself mm-hmm. so uh we can still finish the story baby that's true unless unless of course cm punk pops in uh in which case the story gets delayed yet again um but remains to be seen Uh, Let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. They have two shows this upcoming week. They have one show this, uh, this, uh, is it Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Monday, October 9th, Destruction Ryogoku, with a lot of news surrounding that show. Uh, And then another show this Saturday, Royal Crest 3, uh, in the Copper Box Arena on October 14th. Uh, That show... Of course, Destruction Ryogoku, uh, available uh, on New Japan World. Royal Quest 3, um, I don't think it's live on, on New Japan World. Uh, Rev Pro. But if you have a Rev Pro subscription, which we do, of course, um, then you will be able to watch the show live. So if you want to watch Royal Quest 3, 
Uh, I'm, I'm unsure again if it's on New Japan World, but honestly, just get a RevPro subscription. RevPro is a fantastic promotion. I've talked about them a shit ton in this past uh, on this show, uh, so I don't see any reason why not to get one. Uh, but Are let's... you wrong to say RevPro is one of your top three favorite promotions in the world? No, it's not wrong at all. I think it's I think I think it's probably AEW New Japan Rev Pro. Not necessarily in that order, but just right off the bat, I think that's my top three. Uh, and of course Terminus is four. Uh, <laughs> uh of course yeah, MLW is five. MLW is five, NWA is six. Did you see the NWA no. is trying to bring back the territory? Yeah, I actually did see that. I don't know how I saw that. Uh, I was yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> yes, they're they're trying Thanks to bring them. back the make it an angle. I don't know what's happening at that. I don't know what you I, can make territories on the indies, right? Yeah, that's they're, kind of that's they're what is the they're was it exclude pro? No, exclude doesn't seem right. Exodus or something. Exodus Pro, yes, they are going to make Exodus Pro an NWA uh, territory, seemingly. Good for them. So, uh, Guess how many people are going to care? Billy Corgan, one. Uh, That's it. <laughs> the owners of Exodus Pro, two. What even is Exodus Pro? I'm going to look this up real quick before we even it's get to Japan. independent promotion that probably has like 25 people in it. Uh, the Exodus Wrestling Alliance is not, they don't have a cage match. Not a good start. <laughs> All right. We're out. We're out. No, we're just don't even look back. Just move forward. I'm I'm just checking Twitter real quick, real quick. Um, it's a Cleveland promotion. Uh, it appears. Not that says pro wrestling like Cleveland. Uh, hey, that's John Moxley, baby. Um, isn't he from Cincinnati, Ohio? Yeah, Cleveland's in Ohio. Yeah, but he's from Cincinnati. I guess that's fair. Oh, here we go. Here's their Twitter. Here's their Twitter. Exodus Pro Wrestling. Uh, They have 269 followers on Twitter. Bad start. (laughs) Incredibly bad start. They have less than you and me. Uh, But, you know, know, it could could just be, you know, they have their local indie. Maybe they're not big on the internet. Uh, They did a show called Double Down. Where they had NX, where they had NWA owner William Patrick Corgan announcing that they are becoming essentially a territory. Uh, I don't know why I found it so funny that you just said William Patrick Corgan, but I do find it very funny that you just said William Patrick Corgan. I mean, that is how he, like, that is his name all over the place. Um, that is his name. <laughs> so they're apparently on Premiere Plus, that streamer. Uh, good for them. And their next show is December first. Colder weather. Can't wait. So if you are in the Cleveland, Ohio area and want to see such stars as NWA World Champion EC3, um, who else? Uh, Angelina Love and her boyfriend. What was her boyfriend's name? Man, I don't it's know. Like, it was like Scrum. Is like. <laughs> scrum uh uh nobody uh it was like some dumb name like that scrumptious no that's not it it was like one word fable fable Fable? scrug 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 felt right (laughs) whatever his name is uh who else heath 
Heath is on this show. Impacts Heath, uh, Aaron Stevens, and then a bunch of local. Uh, he's a he is a uh, um, uh, uh, I don't it's know. Okay. He's a manager. That's what he's called. Okay. Uh, Exit Pro. Well, no, I'm not going. I'll give him the plug. Let me give him the formal plug. Exodus Pro Wrestling returns Friday 12-1 as a regional affiliate for the NWA. Uh, it will crown its first Midwest Championship and the championship that will be officially acknowledged by the NWA. It will be crowned through a unique 12-man tournament. Um, oh, that's what it is. Uh, for the first time in NWA Exodus, the NWA World's Championship will be on the line as reigning champion EC3 takes on the challenge of former protege Fodder. That's his name, Fodder. Uh, who that ain't Scrug. <laughs> <laughs> who will be accompanied by his lovely new bride, Angelina Love. Uh, there's also Heath. Um, we'll be teaming with local. Still... Heath will be told. Why are we still talking? Teaming with local starlet Celeste in a mixed tag team match against the nefarious Space Cowboys, Stacy Alexander and Avery Brew. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all that's that's all that show is. Exodus Pro. NWA Exodus, folks. Coming at you live December first. That is so incredibly far away. Alright, well, I'm gonna talk about New Japan. Scotty's gone, so I'm just gonna Oh no, that Scotty's gone. Okay, let's talk about Terminus. So Terminus uh recently uh not Dead. A... It's dead. Terminus is dead. They actually, Get to New Japan. They actually are doing a show, if I'm not mistaken, soon. I don't care. Uh, no it? one cares. You don't care. You had you gave so much care, and then they did. Never mind. We're not. No, I'm not even bringing it up. New Japan, living in America. Let's have a show. New Japan Destruction Ryogoku. This is Monday show. This is tomorrow, October 9th. Uh, an interesting show in the news because kind of floating around there is that there are a bunch of uh, uh, non-Japanese talent, really. Uh, that are sick, not with COVID seemingly, but just sort of like a flu-like symptoms. Uh, uh, they've only announced one person off the show completely, uh, but, and they, but apparently there are more people sick. So how whatever happens remains to be seen. But let's talk about the show itself. Of course, first match, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Sho, and Yujiro Takahashi, House of Torture of Kent's Doki, Taichi and X. Scotty, who is X? Taichi Ishimori. You think? Yeah. Not not Yuya Yomura? Everyone's thinking Yuya. Dude can't stop tweeting. So yeah, it's going to be Taichi Ishimori. That could work. Just five guys. He needs something different. He needs to get out of the Bullet Club thing. That could work. Yeah. Nothing excites me about Taichi Ishimori in the year 2023. But you know, good, good for him. What if, I, what, if, what if this excites you? Junior Tag League, Taichi Ishimori, and Doki. Think about it. No. Doki's in there, though. We all love but Doki. It's junior Tag League. Uh, great point. That is a great point. Um, Taichi makes sense. Uh, I think Yuya is plausible, but I don't think it's happening. I just want Yuya back. I yeah, like I think Taylor everyone just really wants Yuya back. I think that's really what it is. Uh, but yeah, Tai Chi, that seems plausible. Um, who's a good outside of the box pick? Uh, last five years ago, who you know who showed up in Ryo Goku uh, five years ago today? Uh, Shingo Takagi for LIJ. That was the X five that was years pretty ago. Cool. 
Uh, do you do you think we'll get someone who who is the Shingo Takagi, the plausible Shiko Nakajima? Who is it? Katsuhiko Nakajima. Now, yeah, Katsuhiko would be the Shingo Takagi equivalent. <laughs> is hey, is what are the odds that he is X? It's plausible. He's a free not agent. Zero. They're not zero. They're not high, but they're not zero. How would you feel if they were Nakajima? If it was not pretty sick. That'd be pretty good. Wouldn't be that upset. No. Him and Taichi? Him and Taichi? That'd be pretty good. That's pretty good tag. I'm excited for that World Tag League. Wait, wait, wait. Think of this. Kazuhiko Nakajima and Doki. <laughs> now now I'm in. <laughs> now I'm strapped in. You Spe- set me up. I just had to, I just had to hit it out of the park for you. Speaking about strapped in, uh Tongaloa versus Chase Owens. <laughs> I don't want to steal their gimmick, but uh, uh, on Okada Shorts, our Count Out uh, 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 New Japan podcast, um, Rafe uh, had just he heard the news that it was Tangaloa versus Chase Owens, and he went on, I believe, a five minute tirade <laughs> and saying Kato should be fired uh, about <laughs> about this. So. I don't necessarily want to steal their gimmick, but uh, uh, check out check out Okada Shorts, the latest episode, uh, to hear how how he reacted to that. But Scotty, how would you, how are you reacting to uh, Tangaloa versus Chase Owens? Everyone's excited about this, right? How do we consider New Japan an elite pro wrestling company when they're putting two of the worst wrestlers on the face of the earth against each other on one of their big shows? How? How? How do we how do we let this happen? How do we let people say New Japan's back? This is dog shit. This this is literally the worst match New Japan can book. They can't book a worse match. They can't. There's nothing worse than this. Did you watch Tangaloa in that little video of him like punching Okada? It's the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, and the only the worst wrestler, like Chase Owens, sucks. He sucks. Can this I? match is terrible. Can I, can I will I, not watch this. When I, you ask me to review this next week, I'm going to tell you right now. I will not have seen a second of it. I will not see the ending of it. I will not see any of it. You know what's crazy? I'm going to watch it. Yeah, because you don't like yourself. Out of like, <laughs> morbid, like, think, out of morbid curiosity, I'm going to watch this. Like you have. I think you have a sickness. <laughs> uh, like you need to, you feel the need to watch this entire card. No, you don't need to watch this. You know why you don't need to watch this? Because these two belong in the NWA. That's where they belong. They don't belong in New Japan Pro Wrestling. You see, Chase Owens would actually fit quite well on the NWA. Yeah, because I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Can I? Can I do. I think there is one adjustment I can make. I think that's just to this match. I think you just make it a triple threat and add Yujiro Takahashi to it, and now we're cooking. Oh, how dare you <laughs> talk Yujiro into this mess? Wait, wait, wait! How you're pro Yujiro? You're pro Yujiro. I would rather watch Yujiro than both of these guys <laughs> any day of the week. Because at least with Yujiro, I know he ain't trying. <laughs> The other two are going to be trying and just suck. At least Yujiro's like, 
We all saw that Abushi match of Yujiro. What? We all saw that Abushi Yujiro match. That one, that was a great match. That is better than anything Chase Owens has ever done in his life. You're telling me you didn't enjoy Chase Owens Anyways, versus Toriyano? Any no, ain't nobody realer than Gorilla. Third match. I can't believe has a singles match on this fucking show. <laughs> you know who doesn't? Uh, anyone in this match? Bushi, Yorosuji, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito. All against Jeff Cobb, Great Okan, Hanare, and Callum Newman. Jeff Cobb, by the way, he was a name I saw float around as being sick. But he hasn't been announced in any way. Get used to the new United Empire. Ain't pretty. Yeah, so uh, Callum Newman. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to be watching this just because I want to see how Callum Newman does in this sort of spot. Uh, You know, Bushi or him are obviously eating falls or whatnot. But uh, I'm just interested to see how he does. You know, he's been on the tour for a little bit. So I, I want to see how he is. And, you know, versus Naito Shingo, Yoda Suji, those are all pretty good guys to learn from. So uh, I, I'm interested in that very sense. You think, you think Naito's giving an effort here? No, he's wearing a t-shirt Teach. during this match, 100%. He shouldn't even take off the suit. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the outside. Good job, guys. You got it. You got this one. You got it. That'd be, that'd be... You can do it. Put your back into it. Song. That'd be perfect. All right. Move forward. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Match. Um, champions, Drilla Maloney and Clark Connors defend their titles against Kevin Knight and Kushida. You're a big Drilla Maloney guy, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fairly solid Drilla Maloney guy. I'm so sorry. I was, I, that, I was you, a joke. that was supposed to be a joke, and then you actually said yes. <laughs> I know. You don't like Drilla Maloney. You're you're no, the non Drilla. terrible. Yeah. But uh, I think he's. I think. You know who's better than? You know who's better than? Better than Tangaloa and Chase Owens. What about Drilla Maloney versus uh, Yujiro Takahashi? Big huge. No. Yes. Huge over big juice. Two, three, two minutes top. Uh, but I. I mean, this match should be good. I mean, even if you don't like Drilla Maloney, I think he's going to give good effort. And Clark Connors, Kevin Knight, Kushida—they're all still good. Uh, especially Kevin Knight. Kevin Knight's he, great. Kevin Knight's great. So I expect this to be very yeah, this good. This should be a good, solid match. Yeah, this should be a very good match, I think. Uh, six man, best of seven series final. Master Watto. Finally, some real wrestling. Master Watto. Nothing screams real wrestling like Master Watto. Shoto Umino and Yuji Nagata versus El Desperado, Ren Narita, and Minoru Suzuki. This is best of seven series fall uh, final. Um, so this will be for all the marbles, supposedly. This is what I'm here for, baby. Mm-hmm. Should be great. Can't wait. I've watched, I think, every tournament match that's aired. Really? Oh, I haven't fun. watched. I haven't watched any of them. Can you? Can you give? Can you give me some? Uh, some context. Uh, Shota and Ren are really good against each other. Okay, should be a shock. Suzuki and Newton Nagata literally just beat each other, <laughs> beat the piss out of each other for two minutes every single time. Perfect. And uh, Wado and Desperado fill their roles pretty well, too. So, you know, um, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, Shota is getting better and better. Ren to read it. Ren, Ren's really comfortable with Shota. He, uh, he has benefited a lot from this being his first kind of like main story. Okay. Um, been, it's been just a it's a it's a series of really good wrestling that is that is what this is uh what's the record going to this do you know off the top of your head 
think it's two and two because I think there's two draws. Two draws. Okay. Two. Yeah, wait. So first match was a draw. Two and two and two. Yeah, technically. Two, um, two, I two, just, two, two. I, I just was making the point that the two they don't matter, but yes, absolutely. Two, two, and two. Okay. Okay. Maybe that might be not. That might not be right. Actually, I think the I think the series is. Oh no, I'm wrong. It's three, two, and one. Three being who? Strong style. That's Suzuki. Suzuki Narita. So they so they're probably gonna tie it tomorrow and then just make this be a series of nothing. So if they well if they t- draw, then Strong Style gets the win of having three right. wins. I don't think they have time to draw on the show, but yes. If to to formally draw, Shota Umino, Yuji Nagata, Master Wado's team has to get the win. If they win, they draw completely, and the whole thing was a good effort by all. Yes. Um, interesting. So really, it's it. They all have just have to win. So they're kind of like an underdog position to just draw. So uh, that's interesting, yes. at the very least. Um, strong openweight tag team title match. The champions Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin are making their first defense against El Fantasmo and Hikaleo. Ugh. Are you are you excited for this one? Are you excited for this one? Dog surreal. Because I have to review it on this show, I'm going to watch it. Great. But negative amount of me is excited for this match. <laughs> really? Not, you know, Gabe Kid is Gabe Kid's in here. I think Alex Coughlin's been awful. Awful. Club. And I like Alex Coughlin. But I think Alex Coughlin Bullet Club has yet to have like a great showing. Mm. And that makes me very sad. That, I mean, don't bring. I don't. Even, I don't even want to talk about the challenge. You don't want to talk about Hikaleo. Hikaleo and El Fantasmo? Are you kidding me? What is that? They're what the, is that? They're the Gorillas of Destiny. <laughs> yeah, they're second sure. second gen Gorillas of Destiny. <laughs> uh, oh boy! Hopefully, Coglin and Gabe Kid actually wrestle a real match and don't act like they don't care about losing. Come on, that'd be cool. Huh? What what is this title? What titles are these? The strong open weight tag team titles. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Uh, the mighty, oh, the mighty. I, I, I believe the mighty don't kneel. Actually, um, never. I open- just want to point. No, 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 no. You're not moving forward yet. No, 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 no. I have a point to make. The the the, the previous <laughs> champions of these titles were Aussie Open, the Motor City Machine Guns, and Bishamon. Yes. And now it's the Bullet Club War Dogs, Alex Coughlin Gabe Kid. Yeah. One of these teams are not like the other. Yeah, Bishamon. How dare you? They're the only only uh, Japanese team. How dare you? How how dare you? Never open weight six man tag team titles. Finally, the match I'm looking forward to. Yes, I think this is easily the match of the night for me. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada making their third defense against the Impact team of Impact World Champion Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, the X Division Champion, and uh, Impact Standout, if you will, Josh Alexander. This confirms to me that Josh Alexander is very much likely going to be in the G1. Yeah. So I'm very upset that he was not in the G1 and got hurt. Uh, yeah, but this should be awesome. 
I saw is, either someone match. said that recently or there was like hints towards it. He actually would have this probably is, been in it. This is gonna be the match of the night. Yes. Yeah. I don't I, think that's a hot take by any stretch. No, I don't think this is a hot take by any stretch. Uh I I mean Shelly and Saban are just gonna destroy Tanahashi with the tag team moves. Alexander Ishii, I mean fucking Alexander Ishii, my guy. And then Okada. And then Okada. He's also in here. <laughs> he's also in here. And he's gonna do great. Okada, Okada Alexander. Shelly would be fun. Alexander Ishii is great. Okada Alexander. Now we're talking. That's great. That's uh, juicy. This 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 match should be nothing short of phenomenal. Okada Shelly should also be very good just because of yeah, the, the history. The history, the um the the moves, the the sort of like we, lucha libre training a little bit. Hot take. All of it. Will be great. Yeah, <laughs> that, interesting. And it, a Every matchup gonna be pretty good. That's a very bold take to have. Spe- I know, I know. There's a lot of uh, wrestling legends in here. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling legends, and never Tomiyori Ishii and Josh Alexander. Speaking of well, 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 to- the Wrestling Observer ballot is out, so we'll talk about Tomiyori Ishii maybe again um, at some he point. Should not make it yet. No, well. Well, we won't have time for this episode, but we'll we'll discuss it maybe at another point. Someday. Maybe when, you know, everyone's voted in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never open weight title match. Speaking about legends, Tama Tonga versus David Finley. Uh, David Finley. Ryan, we've seen defense. this a hundred times already. <laughs> yeah. It's a legendary feud. <laughs> is there a world where this match can be good? There is nothing. Real quickly. Side tangent. There is nothing I like more about Ring Post Radio. Than me, like sarcastically, like sincerely, sarcastically saying something, and then letting it hang in the air for maybe like a solid minute, and then and then you comment about how bad it actually is. I think yeah. I think that's where our bread and butter is buttered. I let it, I let it, I let it marinate. Uh huh. And I'm like, hey, hold on. <laughs> uh, no, this should be terrible. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It'll be it'll be no, exactly like all the other ones. It's it, it I it's gonna be aggressively fine, aggressively fine. It's I no hope. And you know me, I'm over here being like Tama Tonga can have a good match. David Finley can have a good match. I'm out on David Finley. Tama Tonga in this pairing, don't care for it. Uh, I'm out. There's way too many war dogs. I have found the problem. There are three matches of war dogs on this show. (laughs) Too much bullet club presence. These are not my dogs. No, not for real. For sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, will it be good? No. (laughs) When I say good, will it be three stars? Give me over under three stars. No. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think no is over under three stars. No, oh, it, <laughs> they've had so many shots. Like, what are what are they going to do different in this match that they haven't done this last seven times they've had this match? I guess Tom and Tonga can could slam his hands on the mat faster. <laughs> oh my god! Has David Finley like has David Finley used the shillelagh? What are this card? This card's awful. Well. Speaking about other matches on the show. Sonata versus Evil? Who's asking? For we got two more matches to get through. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship matches three-way. Hiromu Takahashi defending his title against Speedball Mike Bailey and Leo Rush. Oops, sorry. What's that? One second. Oh, no. Leo Rush is the only announced guy that cannot make it. 
He is not going to be wrestling. Instead, it is Yo in his place. In his base, tag team partner there. So it's Yo, Hiromu, and Mike Bailey. Don't get me wrong. I like Yo. I've seen Yo have some great matches this year. Mm -hmm. Literally no one could have replaced Leo Rush and made me happy. No one. That's fair. Leo Rush is one of my favorite wrestlers at this stage of the game. Mm -hmm. It sucks that he's missing this match. And it sucks even more. We didn't just say, all right, let's just do Hiromu and Speedball. Because at least that would have been different, right? Yeah. No. No. Let's just toss Yo in there. Yo, who, mind you, was supposed to be the next challenger for this belt. So now that's not happening. So at least, hopefully, if Hiromu defends it successfully, we just get him and Leo Rush again. One on one. I'll take that. Yeah, that's like my only hope. Um, this match is like very likely going to be the second best match. Yeah, with I, or without Leo Rush. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's still a chance that this could be the match of the night. I mean, it has heavy competition in that six man. Um, yeah. But the six man haven't missed. Since, yeah, uh, the boys have won the titles. Completely agree. Uh, but this is a good uh, co- in competition for that. But yeah, no Leo Rush, huge disappointment. But you know, sickness is a sickness, uh, and and Leo Rush no is bad. down. Leo Rush is down with it. Um, and bringing in Yo, you know, Yo has been great. I mean, you've enjoyed the Yo Hiromu match way more than I did, but I still thought it was still really good um, yeah. earlier this great. year. And Mike Yo, Bailey, Yo, Hiromu Yo can be great. Agreed. He's also kind of funny. Who, Yo is kind of funny? Yeah. He, when, uh, I just remember his best of Super Juniors. He went, like, into a whole new character, and he was kind of funny. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He was entertaining, which I like Yo. I like Speedball. I like Hiromu. It won't be bad. No. No. I think there's a chance it's a four. And Speedball, I think, is best when he's in New Japan at this stage. So I can agree with that. Feels like he's doing nothing in Impact. Well, he's going to fight Osprey. Which is arguably just New Japan. <laughs> Good point. Good, great point. Even better point. Um, yeah. that's his, it's his, He's in his New Japan era, as it were. Um, and of course, your main event, 10th match of the night, 60 minute time limit, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, and of course, a Lumberjack death match. We all know what that means. Uh, Sonata defending. What? Well, it's a Lumberjack death match. It's a death match? Lumberjack death match. So I don't know if the, it's a death match of light tubes and everything, or the Lumberjacks have light tubes or something. I don't know what's happening here. Hold on, hold on. This ended up being a death match. We could be going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this says. Let me see if I can find any other news about it. Uh, but uh, that is what it says here. Is it says lumberjack death match? Hmm. I, I do not know what that means. I'll uh, just put five stars on the docket now. Then uh, I mean, in another news article about the pref conference, they said lumberjack match. Next day's Lumberjack match. The only thing I'm seeing get Lumberjack death match is on the actual match card. So I don't know. I don't know if it's a problem. Oh, match man. Card. There's a big difference between Lumberjack and Lumberjack death match. Completely you know what agree? the difference is? Uh, a star? I have no idea what Lumberjack death match means, and that's exciting. That's true. That's true. But it remains to be seen. Will Sonata be able no, to take his really title agree. back, or will Evil ruin the Tokyo Dome main event? Once again, <laughs> or maybe the first time. Actually. Yeah, he's never ruined it. I was going to say he's never ruined it before. Um, um, he's yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Son of a <laughs> the worst review ever, Scott. He's gonna. Good he's gonna review. It's a preview, buddy. He's gonna. He's gonna. Yeah, and then trails Sonata wins. I was reading something. Sorry, Sonata wins. Um, and and you know who doesn't win? Us. Unless it's a lumberjack death match. Unless it's a lumberjack death match, then I'm putting five stars in the docket. That's it, baby. That's my world. That's my real world champion. I, I I remember being excited about this New Japan show, and then I saw the card. <laughs> I'm not excited about this at all. This is terrible. And then you lose Leo Rush. Oh, 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 oh. Don't get him started, folks. Don't get him started. My God. My God. You know, I, we, we, we we had some words about MJF earlier. We should just have words about Gato now. Uh, this dude, man. Book a better show. You've devolved exactly into how Rafe devolved on Okada these, Shorts. These <laughs> dogs for real? These dogs for real stink. You've, you've done the... You've devolved. This card has devolved you in the exact same way. It's fascinating to watch. There's so much bad. This, no, 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 no. Now I'm going on tangent. Time out. Okay, ready? Ready? So you got Clark Connors and Jill Maloney, right? That's Bullet Club, right? You got Chase Owens. That's Bullet Club, right? I don't know how he's a dog for real, but he is. Um, You got Alex Coughlin and Gabe Kidd. Those are the war dogs, right? Bullet Club, right? Just say right. Uh, don't forget about House of Torture. I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, my mistake. My mistake. You got David Finley, the leader of Bullet Club. Oof. That's so sad to say aloud. And then, and then, well, and then, he, he, you he, got took the spot, evil. he took the spot from former leader uh, Cody Rhodes, right? Damn right. <laughs> oh, evil. Why is this entire card Bullet Club? Yeah. There's a lot of bullet clubs. Everyone owes Jay White an apology. <laughs> well, let's see if this card will get you excited. Royal Quest 3, October 14th, this Saturday. Again, get a Rev Pro subscription. They kind of snuck up, huh? Yeah, it kind of snuck up. Get a Rev Pro subscription. You can watch this show. Uh, let's see if this excites you. El Desperado versus Trent Seven. Does that excite you? Let's see if this excites you. Trent Seven. No. <laughs> Nothing about Trent Seven excites me. It could be good. No. Michael Oku versus Trent Seven stunk. Actually, El Desperado is so infinitely better than Michael Oku. Yeah. That's what There's I mean. hope here, I guess. That's what I mean. I think it's Despy, so it, it's going to be better. I The thing is, like, I just think Trent Seven's, like, bad. Yeah, that's fair. But. But El Desperado is so good that this might be decent. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm I'm not looking forward to it, but I'll tell you this: probably better than David Finley and Tamatonga. Probably, because Desperado has a good hit rate. Yeah, that's, that's Desperado loses true. though. I will lose my mind. That's certainly true. Um. Well, what about this one? Will this excite you? Yoda Suji versus Luke Jacobs. I think they just booked this for you. 
I I think someone is listening to Ring Post Radio. And if you are, listen to the uh, preview for Destruction (laughs) Ring Goku 2023, please. (laughs) So we can weed out the problems. Uh As you're saying. Uh Uh-huh. Or as I was saying, this match is literally made for you. Yeah. Like... I don't know what else is a riot more Ryan match. Yeah. Than Yoda Suji and Luke Jacobs. I've never been more excited in my life. Like, if this match isn't amazing, Ryan might stop watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like it might be over for yeah. Ryan. Like this yeah. is this is like all of his investment. <laughs> yeah. This is everything I've wanted and more. All the stocks that I have, yeah, they're not wrestling each other. All the stocks that Ryan has put in. No, you're, you're, don't forget, you're formally retired. Like, you're formally, re- like, this is, you were continuing Ring Post Radio as an informal junction. Like, you formally retired after Mercedes Monet and, and my, that's my, true. that's true. I got what I wanted. You got what you needed. Um, I still have a lot of stock in wrestlers, though. Sure, sure, sure. I, like, I have a lot, but you have, I'm like, if you had a certain amount of money to save for stocks, Mm-hmm. You have invested all of it in these two guys. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. This, this is, this is, this is for Ryan, folks. This is the Ryan Knightsey boy howdy match of the year. Not, not the, not the week, the year. Yeah. If this match isn't four plus stars, he might retire. He might be done. <laughs> I'm gonna. Die. A lot is riding on this. Yeah, this match. I, I think this match will easily be four plus stars. Uh, I think this match is going to be. Fan freaking tastic. Uh, I mean, I hope for you it means Luke Jacobs is uh, around New Japan more. Oh, I 100% agree. I would love if this is how Luke, if this is just a formalizing uh, deal for Luke Jacobs to formally come into New Japan. And he's set up quite well. Obviously, Ishii, fantastic match at Rev Pro's uh, anniversary show. But now you throw in Yota Suji. A guy who's been doing great work in New Japan. Who's infinitely better than Tomohiro Ishii. And, well, I don't want to say infinitely better, but I can agree with that for right now. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, kind of also like Ishii to a certain extent, but even more recent, a RevPro guy in Yoda Suji. Um, that was his excursion spot, if we if we forget. Um I don't think anyone wants to be called a Rev Pro guy. I'm called a Rev Pro guy. Uh, so Yoda Suji, you call Shota Umino a Rev Pro guy, I will kill you. My point here being is that Yoda Suji, I'd have to look into it, but I would imagine they have had matches in the past, so they have some chemistry already established. Huh. Uh, huh. So, I mean, this should be good. I don't see any reason why this should be good, man. It's, Yoda Suji's 30. Yes, it's, he is 30. He is dude's running out of time. He is. He was born September eighth, nineteen ninety three. With Luke Jacobs in his career. Okay, so this is the second. Yes. All right. Well, I'll still take it. I'll still take it. That's still an established thing. Probably uh, going to be a lot better this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited, man. Luke Jacobs just come out to the Ishii match again. Yorosuji just be fantastic. I can't wait, man. Um, I believe he's thirty. He's as old as Jay White and Will Ospreay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great, dude. I love Yoda Suji. He's there. He has to be great. He's old. Yeah. <laughs> Saying 30 is old. Uh, he's a rookie at 30. 
He's he's the. He's... How do we look at young lions when they come back? Like, are they rookies? <laughs> like, what the hell are they? Yeah, they're rookies. They're 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 not green, but they're rookies. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's not, what, it's to... what's above a cadet? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Military things. What matters? What matters is that Yoda Suji and Shingo are probably winning tag league. Uh, yeah, I think that's plausible. I think it's certainly possible. I think it would make sense for Yodosuji to get a title on Duo Shingo. Big tag team wrestler that Yodosuji is. Now, also, speaking of Yodosuji, do you think, what are the odds Yodosuji gets the win here? Initially, you want to say hi. Should be 100. Should be 100. This is unsigned Luke Jacobs. Yodosuji never gets a win. (laughs) 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 And, you know, if you want to push a new guy, New Japan... Luke Jacobs getting a win over Yorosuji. That's so. That's so bad. Yeah, no. and I think Yorosuji. Talking about win. this guy, you you want him to be IWGP World Champion, and then you hit him with the, the. The thing is, he never wins. <laughs> that's his thing. Which is true. That's his thing. He never wins. Let's look up. Let's look up his New Japan. What's, what's your secret? What's it? I always lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy match statistics. That's what I want. I want. Um, Ain't nobody realer than Yodosuji. In New Japan Pro Wrestling, this guy has a 20% win rate. (laughs) I mean, I know a lot of them are Young Lions matches, but he's been back for a while. Yeah, that should be a little bit higher. If we make it all singles matches, it's 24%. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Just in New Japan. And that's all time. So it does include his Young Lion matches. But uh, that's. that's uh pretty I feel like he should have gotten like a lot higher by now. Yikes. Yeah, that's uh I pretty... don't think he wins. But uh woof. That's pretty low. If he loses the Luke Jacob, I actually think it's time to wrap up the Yudasuji World Championship hype for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see oh, Yudasuji just like happens to be the guy that Gato actually doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i like yosuji and i want him to get a win um 30 minute time 30 minute time limit six man tag here i thought it was a six man tag i thought this got split off into like a strong open weight title match but maybe i was wrong no uh, it's um eddie and hanare are doing that at fighting spirit unleashed that's what it was that's what it was uh hiroshi tanahashi eddie kingston and michael oku against hanare jeff cobb and tjp so you would think maybe Hanari uh, picks up the win, the pinfall over Michael Oku, or maybe maybe Tanahashi. That Tanahashi likes Hanari. That's never out of the question. Um, it's just a heat up their fighting spirit on leech match against Eddie Kingston. You're looking at me dead in the eyes on the Zoom. <laughs> Hanari's gonna get the Hanari's picking up the win. The, the United Empire has to get the win. They're building up fighting spirit on leech. Michael Oku. It should be Oku. The only reason I say Tanahashi is because he has pinned Tanahashi in G1s in the past. Yeah. However, it's disgusting to think that Tanahashi's the pin eater in this match. Well, Oku's also a champion for Rev. I don't care. I don't care. Oku stinks. You're trying to you're trying to work me up. I can tell. I can tell because you're trying to you're trying to get me to say, oh yeah, Tanahashi should get pinned. No, he shouldn't. I think there's an outside chance. I, I'm saying that legitimately, not as a working. I, I think, agree. I think unfortunately, a, I'll say 25 percent chance Tanahashi gets the pin, 
or eats the pin. It might be even higher than that. Yeah, I think it also might go even higher than that. Which is very sad. 40% chance Tanahashi eats the pin. Yeah, I think it's a good, it's a good percentage. Um, oh, uh, this is a match for sure. <laughs> Next match. This is a match. <laughs> I will watch it. I will watch it. Oh, I'm watching this whole show. There's oh. only five matches. It's, it's, yeah. yeah this Isn't is... Naito on this show? No, not right now. They announced him, though. They did. They, they... All right. I assume <laughs> we'll have maybe more matches announced after Destruction of Goku. I don't know. Right. I don't know what for, but maybe. Son of a bitch. You're right. Special singles match here. Tomohiro Ishii versus Shingo Takagi. I don't think there's really much to preview here other than, you know, it's Shingo versus Ishii. It's going to be big meaty men slapping meats. Exactly. So, you know, it's that that's the preview. Just play the big E clip. Um, and uh, yeah, it should be good. Yeah. I can't see this being bad. Can't see it being bad. IWGP. This is the first time they're doing it outside of Japan. Yes. So there you go. Yes, yes, yes. It should be very A good. twist. A, what are Where's Kosei Fujita? Where'd he go? Uh, he's not announced. He's out and about these days. He's, uh, I, I saw him. He has an Australian tour coming up. Oh, he's in the Aussie. Well, he is in TMDK after all. That's true. Oi, oi, oi. Ooh, just announced 13 minutes ago, AEW's Cash Wheeler dealing with an injury. Yeah, I saw that happen. I called it at in our Wrestle Dream review. Yes, he did. Everyone's freaking out. Yeah. FDR losing the titles, and oh, the Cash Wheeler's going to jail. They're all going to WWE. No, the guy's injured. He had, broke his rib, probably. Yeah. He destroyed his rib, and then they still had. They still proceeded to have. Uh, like the rest of the match, him get tossed yeah. from the damn announce table. Yeah. Shout out Big Bill one time. I love Big Bill. He's great. My tag team champion. IWGP US slash UK championship. Will Ospreay defending his title against Zack Sabre Jr. When's the last time they had this match? Ooh. Like, there's like, obviously not for the US title, but for the Rev Pro World title, they had it. They have many. 2020. Did they do a New Japan Cup? Mm. Don't know. Yes, they did. Oh, okay. 2022. All right. Zack Sabre Jr. defeats Will Ospreay. Oh. Remember that being very good. Do you know where they are? 9.22 rating. And it got five stars from Dave Meltzer. Of course it did. What is... uh, That's not a dig on uh, uh, Meltzer. They also got five stars from Dave Meltzer in 2021 in their New Japan Cup match. Yeah, they have like a match a year at this point. Um, they also got five stars in their last, the match before that for the Rev Pro Undisputed British Heavyweight title at Rev Pro's High Stakes 2020. So you're just telling me that they're... Uh... Wait, no, I just want to see how many five stars in a row they had. Ah, four and three. Only three in a row. What's the record between each other? Oh. Oh, I... uh, Osprey has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins across sixteen matches. Osprey is seven and sixteen, are dating back all the way to twenty fourteen. 
in SWE, The Hunt is On. They had a bunch of matches. Yeah, this should be good. Yeah, this should be good. There's no reason. Preview. Uh, Osprey would. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I guess there's, I guess there's a chance that Saber could lose win, especially if like Osprey's leaving, and so it's like, why not just put over Saber in the hometown of England? Yeah, but they like to have the person that's leaving lose the title at the kingdom. Yeah, that that that's what I was gonna say. It's like I think th- there's a chance Saber could win here and win the title, but I think more likely it's Osprey's losing the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Fine by me. Fine, perfectly fine by me. I accept that. Will they get five stars? They're on a three match streak. They're on th- they have gotten three back to back to back five star matches. Yep. Exactly five stars. Exactly five. Never more. I think they'll get five stars. I think I I think the only way they don't get five stars is if they go above it. <laughs> if they get five stars, that means Ryan gives it a solid four. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you call <laughs> me out like this? How dare you, sir? Um, Am I right? No, I'll get probably get it. Uh, well, no, I'm a, yeah, I'll well, probably. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We if they give it, if Dave gives it five stars, I probably give it four and three quarters and was a baby. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know. but no, if Dave gives Yoda Suji and Luke Jacobs like a four and a what half, did, I gave it a five. What did Dave give Jay White versus Okada? Uh, what's that? What did what did he give Jay White versus Okada? What Dave or me? I know what you gave it. Yeah, I gave it five, baby. That I happened know, this. Year. That happened five. That happened this year, and I have no memory of that match. That's crazy. <laughs> Immediately puts in the question of like, that is that a five star? I have no memory. He gave it. That felt like a lifetime ago. He gave it four and a half. Hmm. I'm trying to like that's the thing. I'm trying to remember right now all the matches and like that you watch. All the matches I watch, key moments in all these matches. Uh-huh. Give me give me a match and let's see if I can because I feel like if I remember a key moment, enough key moments this far out, then any it, match? Yeah, any give me any great match. Uh, okay. I wasn't prepared. Give me a second. I mean, any great match. And let me see if I... What, Brian Danielson versus Bandito. I don't remember anything from that. Yeah, I didn't think so. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it. Um, Roosh versus Brian Danielson. I remember everything. That match ruled. <laughs> I think that, was... that like your only five-star match. And you didn't get I, a five-star I think I did four and three quarters or something like that. Someone tells me you should probably give that one the five. <laughs> you remember the everything about it. Yeah. Um, I remember some stuff from uh, uh, Forbidden Door, Omega Osprey. That's good. That. Tiger Drivers, this, the biggest distinction. That's awesome. I mean, that's more recent. So I, I honestly don't remember anything from the first match at Wrestle Kingdom 1. That's crazy. I... Don't remember anything. Something tells me you don't remember Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> you don't remember the other match. That either. that Wrestle Kingdom, to be fair, does feel like a lifetime ago. That feels so long it ago. Does. So much has changed between now and then. That's and, true. I uh, will give you that. I mean, Sonata's the main eventer now. So yeah, it's it it's it feels like New Japan's rapidly changed since that point in time. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, so I don't remember anything from it. Um. But yeah, I gotta have to watch rewatch Jay White and Okada, see if it truly deserves the five, or if I'm giving no five stars. 
<laughs> we've got to rewatch some stuff before the end of the year um well that's it for the show if you can believe it um scotty um where give me some plugs where can people find you what have you been enjoying recently match of the week tell the people nowhere. tell the people you your can stuff. find me nowhere you can find them nowhere at nowhere.com you find me on x twitter um what's it called what's it called at scotty wrestling <laughs> you forgot your own handle my guy sure did sure did it's been a rough morning um i'm hungry tired do you not eat breakfast i work with fucking children uh, well hold on <laughs> i felt like i was going no no, no i'm sorry i'm sorry i just felt like i had to finish it off the right way i'm very sorry i didn't mean that right <laughs> i know um, it's fine you're good it's a long weekend though so that's nice that's true um oh is it i only slept uh, for me it is okay. i only slept uh like uh six hours of stardom pay-per-view tomorrow there is be up for that there is. Oh, we should preview that. What are we doing here? Um, and then uh, it's Kyrie's last match before she goes back to the Fed. Upcoming events: Nagoya. Federation oh, Nagoya Golden Fight. Yeah, I had no idea the show was happening. No There's idea. A lot of uh, Japan shows tomorrow, like big because it's a holiday. Yeah, uh, I had no idea there was a Stardom show. We should have previewed that. Uh, well, Golden Fight. I'm uh, wrapping myself up. Uh, um, if you want to hear me review that show, you can listen to one of my many podcasts and I'll talk about it. Um, I'll be tweeting about it. I'll be watching that live. So uh, follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter. Like I said, match of the week. It's like there, there's a there's an off chance that we could review it next week, but I'm also looking at Destruction Rio Goku, Royal Crest Three, previewing Impact Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Go ahead. I love how they say that. Bound for glory. Bound for glory. Uh, what was my match of the week? Um, we reviewed Wrestle Dream, so I can't pick from there. You will pick uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Gunta. Didn't think I'd be bringing up Tommaso Ciampa this week, but uh, here we are. <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of wrestling this week. Um, good. I kind of just took the week off for once. That's smart. Yeah, little little out of it. Uh, getting back into it. No, no better way to get back into wrestling than fastlane. <laughs> We've I've always said that. I've always said there's no better way than than getting back into wrestling than fastlane. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash count pod. Uh, We've been releasing, releasing some stuff. Um, I'm recording another episode of the Great Birthday Bash. I want to say on Tuesday. Um, with with Lauren of Your Dose of Death, uh, but I have an episode already in the can. There was uh, we were gonna put it out last week, but there was some scheduling stuff, so um, I'm gonna put it out this week. I'm probably gonna put it out tomorrow, actually. Um, the Great Birthday Best with Mikey Man Freddy. Um, so check out patreoncom forward slash pod. I don't know why, but I was just said Mikey Nichols. Mikey with Mickey Mike with Mickey Nicks. Um, you. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Ryan Icy. Follow Scotty at Scotty Wrestling. Follow the whole show at Count Pod. If you had any thoughts or conversation about this show that you want to let us know about, or any questions for us, leave us a voicemail at twenty five twenty five Ring PR. Again, that is twenty five twenty five Ring PR. Hold up your phone, type in that that stuff, and you can leave a voicemail. Again, twenty five twenty five Ring PR two five two five seven four six four seven seven. 
25 25 stuff baby 25 25 ring pr patreon.com for such kind of pod uh they got a bu- patreon's updated a bunch of stuff uh, you can do like a seven day trial you can listen to all the audio th- via spotify now which is huge um they just added a thing called collections where you can just like hey i want to listen to all of i want to watch every single episode of ryan hasn't seen anything well you go to the collections page i guess on our patreon uh and there is an entire like folder of every single ryan hasn't seen anything that you and i have put out um so it makes it way easier to sort of catalog and and look for specific uh shows that we've put out on the patreon again patreon.com forward slash count pod my match of the week is going to be ray phoenix versus nick jackson for the aw international title i thought that was great i loved it i thought the selling was fantastic from both of the men and i thought it was just a, a, a um a showcase of growth in them as wrestlers in terms of psychology and all that stuff from their match roughly four years ago, which was huge high spot stuff. Match four years ago. Every once in a while, I remember it. But you can't remember Jay White versus Okada. No, that's crazy. And I stick to it, folks. Um, but uh, at least yeah, you're consistent. I'm consistent. Uh, I remember that it is it was improvement in terms of like wrestling ability from these two guys from four years ago. Great high flying match from four years ago, but here they are. Putting on still another one, but still very elevated uh, psychological um, leg, you know, leg selling match. So I thought that was and shoulder blade selling match. Uh, I thought it was very, very great. Elevated. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sorry, we both had the same exact idea. Uh, that is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll be back next week. I think we'll be back next Sunday. Um, next Sunday for an all new episode of Ring Post Radio. Uh, talking, like I said, Destruction of Ryugoku, Royal Quest 3, Impact Bound for Glory, possibly Nagoya Golden Fight. And that might be it um, that we'll be talking about next week. But we have a bunch of stuff in store for you. And before we go, uh, we may have a bonus episode that I have to confirm with Scotty uh, before we before we go. Because uh, I don't think I, I don't think we nailed down the date, or at least I don't have the date written down on my calendar. Oh, okay. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that. But uh, we may or may not have a bonus episode uh, coming out at some point in the coming weeks. Uh, so if you want to make sure you listen to that bonus episode because it won't be live streamed, uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, so Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe to it so you can make sure to hit that bonus audio when it plops into your ear holes some point in the coming weeks, assuming it's happening. Um... I think that's plops. it. Yeah, plops. That's the that's the medical term. Um, plops in your ear holes, uh, as as the band Funkadelic once said. Uh, that is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll see everyone next week. Goodbye, everybody. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael, and this is your dose of death podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. 
And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This has been a Count Out Podcast.